What up, and welcome to a podcast with Mo. Episode 35. 35. Joined here by Skinny 5000. What up, what up, what up? And we'll be having some call-ins shortly later as well. A couple of them, hopefully. We'll see, because I made the artwork already, and I hope it all works out. Um... So this is shirt off skinny yeah. picture. So we're gonna see how it goes. Shirt off last also, yesterday. We gotta say this is the first beer episode. I mean, skinny drinks beer a lot on here, but <laughs> yeah. typically I do not. But I was just feeling it. I was like, we're gonna drink beers with our shots today uh, on this episode thirty five because we're <laughs> recording this one a little bit early, uh, way earlier than normal actually. Because my tomorrow the studio's officially shut down, shutting the studio down, and so uh, we're celebrating it here. And um, might sit out some beats tonight, you know, in a little like fuck it, you know, because I'm. I literally could do shit in the last, next couple of weeks, but I think it would be a fun idea not to, you right. know, for like force a break on myself while my house is also getting uh repair bathroom being renovated for people who have missed that. And um anyway, I gotta shout out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast mo. Go there, pay a dollar more a month, get early, get twenty-four hour early access to the episodes over there. Um also you could be a better fan, get access to our bonus and secret shows. We have three Patreon exclusive episodes coming out this month. Um, one with Ron on fraternities, one with me and Skinny listening yeah, to yeah. Call It What You Want To. Probably my favorite mixtape of the Dat Piff era that I did. Okay. And then um we also do the watch along to a movie. Didn't turn out as well as we wanted, but the real fans will love it, you know? Yeah. And um, so if you're interested, this is the month to sign up. Plus you get all the back episodes, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of them now and they are some of our best ones. And um, we also have a merch shop. You can look at that somewhere. Link in the description. If you are curious down below, down below indeed. <laughs> um, now the first thing I have to mention with skin is I saw you yesterday and it was a real weird scenario, but I just thought it'd be a funny ish podcast topic okay. uh so i go to loves to get gas and papers now i recently shaved like three days ago and i got id'd for papers which right. is crazy well love's been id like crazy okay. this, with everything even when like they know me they's like id except the, the manager he just fucking just bypassed the shit okay well then maybe i was like man that's crazy now i do look way different when i shaved i mean yeah. even to me i look around like god damn i don't even look like the same yeah. person you look young as fuck now i'm not to the skin i haven't razor shaved probably since my wedding right if i have to remember i mean it's been a long time since i did all the way razor straight mm-hmm. razor shave but you know this is like at a three okay so you know if you have a guard y'all know what that is so um i shaved down to a three i look like a totally different person my like whole chin jowl area looks smaller even though i have a large jowl um <laughs> i do think some about the beard makes it seem long i don't know but anyway so i look a lot different at the moment but uh it'll grow back i just again i don't have a bathroom the main one for a couple of weeks is like well i'll go ahead and shave now it was getting heavy when mm-hmm. the beard gets that heavy and really it doesn't ever bother the beard the mustache though the mustache gets heavy it starts falling over my lips and into my <laughs> mouth and i'm like Ugh. it's yeah, yeah i don't like it. mouth. <laughs> yeah i don't like that shit so anyway that happened and um so i saw you at loves after they id'd me and honestly my first thought because i had all this money in my hand put it in my wallet mm-hmm. and i just i i just heard someone mumbling behind me <laughs> I didn't see you at all, even a little bit. I just thought, I go, God damn it, there must be some homeless person behind me mumbling, wanting my money. And I'm <laughs> right, a fucking idiot for not putting my money in my wallet. And I was just having this whole conversation with right. myself. Like, God damn, put the money in your wallet before you go outside with fucking stupid ass. And um, so anyway, then this whole time, so I just hear this mumbling kind of, right. but I don't really hear you because you're not projecting because it's no. outside. And I and I just, you know, there's cars and shit, yeah. so I just can't hear you. And then finally, I hear the word world. 
And I was like, what the fuck's this crazy old homeless man talking about? And so I finally turned around and saw it was you with a towel over your head. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up, bro? And then you were like, not even paying. Like you acted offended like I wasn't paying. I was like, to me, you should have said, hey, what's up? I know, man. I said, you just in your own little world in the road. He's like, damn, bro, you in your own little world. Don't get kidnapped over here. Yeah. I'm I thinking mean, like, God damn, these are, they're kind of That's creepers. the difference between some of my size and your size. I rarely think about being kidnapped. <laughs> you know, it's you... I understand why you're working about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm a lot of work. I would be a lot of work. I don't think they're gonna deal with that shit. Um, yeah, look at you with candy. He's a big guy. He likes candy. Get yeah. In. <laughs> yeah, you just lure them. That's right. Um, and then I have to talk about one thing that I've debated on this, and our two guests would probably, probably have opinions, but I'm just gonna bring it up now before then. Um, Spotify and Patreon have an ability to link together now, mm. where I could make all the episodes that I have uploaded on Patreon become an RSS feed and then make that the RSS feed on Spotify. Then even the secret shows, somehow you can link your Patreon to Spotify and you can hear the secret shows through your Spotify feed. That's like a whole thing they're doing, right? But I wouldn't have season one up anymore, which I have thought about removing. So maybe that would be like a way to do that. Um, But also it seems like a lot of fucking work. So I'm like, I don't know (laughs) if, but if you're pay, if you're a patron and we don't have a lot of y'all, or if you would come one if we did this and there's a significant number, I would consider it. So anyway, I just want to throw it out there. Yeah. Um, we're all for the fans, you know. We be learning new shit all the time with all this technology shit. Like, go ahead, bro. I, know, I try. I try to stay up on it. Um, I'm still trying to research if video would be worth it for us or not. Um, cameras aren't cheap. So we'll look into it someday, possibly. I get wild with cameras. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to see what Skinny does. Uh, or maybe you do. Maybe you do. Join the Patreon. <laughs> I see a camera. I got to be on it. Like, ah! <laughs> oh, I don't know if I mentioned our Patreon co-producers. You can pay to be one of those as well. Um, that would be my mother, It's Your Boy H2, Graveyard Entertainment, and Brad Sirex. They are our four co-producers holding it down. Um, and we're going to go ahead and actually play a song from one of them. We're going to get to it early because uh, we got a lot of shit to do with calling people today. And okay. I already know Brad... We'll have a lot to say for sure. He said he has no notes today, though. But Soko, I mean, he, he'll he go four hours with us if we let him. <laughs> so we got to get to it. So we're playing our first song. Something from our homie. It's your boy, H2. And uh, this is a new song he has. Now, it's like 18 verses long. I don't, not really, though. It's, it's a lot, though. So we're going to play the first two verses of the song, and we will play the full song at the very end of the episode if you want to stick around and hear the whole thing. But I told him it's way long, way too long to play the whole thing in the the middle of the episode. We'll play the two verses. So uh, the name of the song is Oslo, and it is produced by me. It's one of my favorite beats I've probably ever made sampling. And um, so anyway, hopefully y'all like that. Anyway, it's your boy H2 Oslo. Uh, Check it out. Chick, chick, chick. Yo. It's your boy H2, man. Look. I didn't even want to do this, but... Some shit just gotta be that way. I perfected the slow flow, sped up by boatloads. Homie, fuck your toes. My eyes low and eyes low. There's eyes hope. Hold on my sleeve. Don't even wear it right. Prison in paradise. Yeah, prison in paradise. I perfected the slow flow, sped up by boatloads. Homie, fuck your toes. My eyes low and eyes low. There's eyes hope. Hold on my sleeve. Don't even wear it right. Prison in paradise. Yeah, prison in paradise. Who really wanna crunch them numbers? Knowing how I calculate, put you in a slumber. Heaven sleep so roaring, passing me to bring more in. Turn this shit up the morning, cause everybody been so drunk with power. But wait till your boy come spread that flower and protect us all from nuclear showers. Cause apparently 
it's just about me and them getting sour To make a beef so big the whole crowd can't devour Knowing I'm the true Austin Powers Even though my stepbro Randy don't think so But I guess he was made to play Evil's advocate Horny, never cheering for me, we'll take this as a warning I don't give a fuck who settles down, this shit'll never get boring Bitch, I'm still soaring like Tabitha Gravitas How I am, I'm like VJ on a replay mixed with DJ Tanner as What we saying, I can't wait to grab this frying pan Show what your brain looks like on drugs Your baby ain't surviving, fam Cause I'm still striving the bus and driving the bus To be the pilot, mileing I'm not Mixed with obnoxious, keeping it up Not giving a fuck, they all pacing up in Italy Cause they know I got no strings with me And I'm driving wild like swerving Yeah, bitch, I'm super bad Michael Sarah Irvin So fuck that fat fuck who thought they'd assassinate my purse I'll put that eight assassinate if you haven't learned yet Perfected the slow flow Sped up by boat loads Homie fuck your toes My eyes low and eyes low There's eyes hope Hold on my sleeve Don't even wear it right Prison in paradise Yeah, prison in paradise I perfected the slow flow Sped up by boat loads Homie fuck your toes My eyes low and eyes low There's eyes hope Hold on my sleeve don't even wear it right Prison in paradise Yeah, prison in paradise Do you know what it's really like? To know that they've all been looking at you as a threat So instead they just wanna bite When they could've easily just put you up on a hook And changed your whole fucking life But I guess I'm not fresher He was feeling that pressure Like I give a fuck what you got in your It's your boy H2 And I'm still awake Yes, right, up for that one but more phone calls. What happens is every time a song is played, someone calls Skinny's phone because the simulation knows. Damn it. You know, simulation knows. What happens when, you, when you're the reliable motherfucker in the family, you got to hold it down. Everybody got to come talk to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I don't know about that. Ben Denver been a responsible black dad in this world. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, I don't... Like, I mean, I am responsible and I would be there for my family if I had it. Mm -hmm. But being an only child... Um, I'm, I've just been put in a very specific scenario where I don't have many close family, right? right. Yeah. And so I don't, understandable. I don't have siblings. And then my cousins, I was close to Rusty and Shad, probably was the closest to, mm -hmm. um, I think I'm like a heathen in Rusty's world, but also he just lives in Utah. I mean, we, right. we fucking text about video games and shit. So we're cool enough, but Shad is of course, he yeah. went his own route and things happen there. So I just don't really talk to them. I have a cousin Cameron who is six months younger than me, like Cameron a lot, but he's just such a good, like yeah. a normal good guy that yeah. I just feel like it would be a bad influence. I'm like, well, I don't want to get involved <laughs> there. And uh, yeah, I have half sisters that don't give a fuck about you know me and me, and I don't really care that you know it's whatever. I don't know. I just don't have this sort of uh, and also because I have such a big family, like cousin wise, right? It makes me not care as much. Like whereas in mm. Coopy doesn't have any cousins. But then, like her, her sister, and they're like close. They're very close. Yeah, they're. But I'm like, ah, oh, it's just fucking family. I all these cousins, but I was like, my people, I like, like my intermediate family, like my sisters, my mom, and stuff, like all the mother motherfuckers, like fuck. That. I mean, they've got cousins I like and shit, but when it comes like to the holiday shit, we don't all get together like that. And I have my little shit in my house with my people, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't even deal right, with motherfuckers. That's a, that's a huge difference. I only mentioned this before, but for both my mom's side and my dad's side, um, it was you know always alternated. They're huge. My dad is one of eight. My mom's one of seven, if you include her step siblings. Mm. And then so as a kid, you would go to my mom's thing and it would just be like a hundred people. Yeah. At the at a fucking annex they rented out or something, mm. right? And everyone's like a potluck thing. And it is it's a big deal. And you're like, oh, this is cool. And then uh same with my dad's side, you know, be all this a very similar scenario. Yeah. But nowadays it's like a very small get together. Yeah. You like know, it's like, like shit. <laughs> 
you know, like a lot of these motherfuckers want to be moochers anyway like shit especially like come back in my bio mom's life and shit and like uh, around yeah. that shit these motherfuckers Oh, I go over there, go pick her up. Oh, when you gonna bring her back? Uh, when she wanna come back? What the fuck? Oh, don't you just say, hey, how you doing? No, <laughs> need something? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Don't piss me off. <laughs> Especially that bitch pissing me off all the time. It's like, you ungrateful fuck, ain't said thank you, ain't said shit, just, you want to get everything catered to you. Like, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. Well, hopefully it'll be worth it, at least we know not your native. Yeah. You know, every native has to make sacrifices. They have to go through these trials and tribulations. <laughs> it's been a long road. Yeah. Yeah, Back and forth to the city. Is this the Almost like a trail of tears. Yeah, like a trail of tears equivalent. That's what it's going to come out to. Get a couple of tattoos, maybe. Yeah. Rock me a feather. Yeah. On the sideburn. I want a tear shaped like a footstep. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I guess a footprint. What I'm saying. I like All to right, that better. <laughs> yeah, it works. All right, you know what? It's, it's exact time I told Brad we'll call him. So you know what? I have to look up. Let's uh, play the jingle, and we'll get Brad to call. You probably don't hear the call-in jingle ever. Ooh. It's fuck. It's one of the best ones. So you'll okay. get to hear this. Okay. And when we come back, uh, y'all get to hear Bradford. Is what I call. It. That is not his name, I but I call that. him Bradford. So uh, check it out. <laughs> Let's give him a call. What up? What's up? What up? What's up, man? How you doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What up? What up? Hello, hello. Man, I'm alive, so ain't nothing to complain about, brother. How you feeling on your end? Honestly, I'm super shy and introverted, and it's weird to have people I've never met before uh, talk to me, but we're going to do that right now. Great to be on, man. I feel like... Yeah. What's good, bro? How you doing? Hey, Mo. What's going on, man? Um, Are we recording? I hear you, gentlemen. How are you, Skinny? Can oh, I hear you? yeah. I'm a little... Hungover, <laughs> body sore. But Nothing I'm good. wrong with that. Yeah, a little dehydrated, and uh, I didn't know this ass yesterday. So instead, I just bought us beers to drink on this episode, which aren't hydrating at all. I'm learning while drinking them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I downed some water before I came. So You're just you- dehydrating as you sit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't really think of this. I did a we did a shot on that song, and then uh, I started drinking the beer, and I was like, oh my god, it's so dry. I didn't. I didn't even think about this. <laughs> extra pale. <laughs> yeah, I got the extra pale rolling rocks out of Pennsylvania, I believe. It says it's somewhere on here. Um, yeah. I don't remember the fuck. It's somewhere on this label. You, I just can't read it. I cannot suggest Yingling enough. I don't know if you guys get Yingling oh, underway. Yeah, I know. yeah it's taken over Bud Light here. So it's like the most wanted beer for everyone that used to drink Anheuser-Busch. Nice. I had thought you guys mentioned it on a previous pod, and I was like, ooh, Yingling reaching Oklahoma. Yeah, they finally got Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, my parents are, you know, have a liquor store, and that they're always trying to get it, you know. Yeah, especially the flight. The flight's out of, it's out right now, because it's always like, it's the light version of it, and it's like fucking like water, pretty much, and it's fucking, okay, Les Cowards is a Michelob. Michelob was, it's made by Amber Hauser too, so, nope, fuck you. <laughs> they got smart and did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't had that one yet. Oh, it's just fucking good man is this the light version of the yingling we might become a beer podcast y'all look out skinny would get way more talkative i like beer man i I like tastes of beer i like to try different ones and stuff and shit yeah you gotta tell us your opinions (laughs) on these things those are my opinions. I can see myself being like 50 years old having a homebrew like hank schrader yeah i think i'm always gonna be more homegrown guy but um I, i mean i could see it of course 
I would sell it. I, I'm not uh, since I'm not much of a drinker anymore. I would sell it if I if I grew the weed, it would be for me. But if I right. brewed the brewed the liquor, alcohol of any kind, I'd probably sell that bitch. My mm. brother-in-law actually bottled his own, maybe right before I got married to my wife, or, or right when you know somewhere in that time frame. So for one year for Christmas, everyone got a six pack of <laughs> his of his home brewed beer, and uh, I don't even think I drank any of it. I know I should have, but I'm just on a beer drinker. I just mm. let my wife handle it all. Um, but he had his own label spread up and shit. In hindsight, it was very cool. I feel like an right. asshole for not, not giving <laughs> it a shot. And I'm sure I sipped hers, but I don't remember it. You know, <laughs> hey, shit happens, man. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of. Now, if he would have grown me there. a sack of something, <laughs> give me the play by play. <laughs> it would also be cool in the same vein of like having your face or your lo- your own label, whatever. Right. It'd also be cool to have like your own strain. I've always wanted that. And it's becoming harder and harder and harder as more strains come and they keep fucking Dude, making these I get, hybrids. I get impressed know. all the time at the dispensary by people's logos. Like we have this one called Mr. Slowburn. Their logo is so fucking cool. If that's what I'm thinking of, we're like, it's like a just a dude with sunglasses, but his beard is marijuana leaves. Mm, oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. such a good logo. That is you a know? good logo. Um, so anyway, some people still surprise me. There's these ones, there's one that make dabs. I don't remember what they're oh, called. It might they be this got, one. Right, so many of those little fancy ones. It might be this one right in front of me. Yeah, Alien House. Their like official logo looks like a fucking horror movie thing. It's like an alien with a melting face and shit. It looks mm. like dab oil and shit. I was like, man, people are. Hey, advertising is how they get everything. You. They're good. Yeah, it's like everything out our way is very medical. Like everything just, you know. There's no real fancy logos going on or anything. It's all very sterile. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> ours is definitely uh, like a liquor store <laughs> for the oh, for the pre starting stuff, to not for like the just the flour. You know that's just in jars. That's a badass thing. I went to a, a liquor store and a weed store all in one. Oh, hell <laughs> and yeah. they worked both sides. I was like, I need to get me some pre rolls for the little fucking scrimmage. Then we got me. I was like, oh, I can get some beer here too. So like, yeah, it's like damn, <laughs> that is badass. We do get occasional brands. We'll get like, we had like the uh, Mike Tyson brand uh, and then the Steeler Ryan Shazier. He had his own brand. He put his out. I'm sure you'll have like Cavalier Golds and shit. You know, they have like the Ice Cube stuff and the Silent Bob, Jan Silent Bob shit. All the extra expensive shit. Yeah, not that I've seen yet. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, Cavalier Golds, they're like really expensive. Like one joint will be like $20. But they'll claim that like, they're 40% or something like they don't know, do some crazy claim that makes you think it's worth $20 for one joint. I'm like, I would never in my life do it. But mm-hmm. people are like, but you don't even need the whole joint. I'm like, I don't trust you. Okay. Get out of my face. I'm <laughs> sorry. Right. Yeah, I do. Getting, getting all offended. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm not smoking the whole thing. Exactly. Um, all right. I had to bring up one thing. Absolutely. First, Bob Barker died the day before we recorded this. Uh, yeah, I'm so annoyed I don't at the already. same fucking joke. We'll get to that part as well. But I have to just get this off my chest. I've been so mad. I want to respond to so many people on the Internet that keep still on the same joke. I want to be like, first off, you still a joke. Everyone's seen it already. And then I want to say the wheel one. you're just wrong. Well, they said he got as close as possible to 100 without going over because he died at 99. Oh. That's not the rules of process. Right. All y'all fucking dumb fucks. He could have been 100 and got no 100 without going over because that's how it works. If you get the fucking exact thing right, because y'all are implying a hundred is the exact fucking right answer, right? That's what you're implying by saying he he went as close without going over, but he didn't. He died in '99. He was one away from being as close. It's like you never got sick and watched. It was like a dollar. He's like it was a dollar. It wasn't even a hundred. It's a dollar. 
Yeah. So anyway, that just I just had to get that off here because I don't want to respond to anybody and be an asshole, but I obviously do want to do all that. And so I just hate that fucking joke of people keep saying that. And it's all over my Facebook. All these fucking 30 to 40 year old women. They just think they're so clever stealing some dude's joke from fucking Twitter. <laughs> they probably posted it first, which already annoys me. So anyway, <laughs> yes, but everyone did think Bob Barker died years ago. That's been like mm-hmm. this rumor. But be, yeah, even before that, it's a joke in Dane Cook's special. His first one he blew up on. He claims everyone thought Bob Barker was dead, but he's not dead. And he wasn't, you know, so it's like people have thought that for now 20 years that Bob Barker has been dead. But he's he has been alive and kicking this whole time. He's been laying low. There was a period probably like a couple years ago. I thought he was dead. And then I found out he was alive and I was like, oh, like what? Right. You know, but now, you know, it's it's just, it was wild. I did honestly think he died, though, and I don't know why or anything. I don't know, like, if maybe I heard it somewhere. Yeah, but. I think it was going around like 2019 or something. There was some something going around that was claiming he died, but that was back when they used to just do all those dead hoaxes online all the time. All these famous people been dying, and be like, oh, when did this motherfucker st- die? <laughs> yeah. That's true. If you go to like uh, YouTube chats or something on live streams, people will start Joe Rogan is dead, and then like somebody always believes it every time. I've been seeing it for like a year. Right. Well, if they like, killed Joe, Joe Rogan, dead. it's the fucking CIA. If you've been listening to those episodes lately, um, <laughs> he's just speaking the truth out there. That's what I think. Um, something we had happen in Oklahoma. So you probably know nothing about this, Brad, but I'll bring it up real quick. Is uh, we have this city called Choctaw, and they had a football game against a city called Dell City. And then in the football game, there was a shooting, and uh, oh. you know, and everyone fucking ran and the you know off the field, and they got all crazy. And I don't think they're the one. I think there was two shootings actually that same night. I think there was another one somewhere. But it was basically people in the stands had a grievance. Someone got shot and killed in the stands, and then the whole comment section was just like. Because Dell City's a ghetto ass place full of gangbangers. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know anything about this with Dell City. I've never heard nothing about this city, but I'm sure Skinny, you would be a little more familiar. Oh, yeah. It's wild over there. I remember playing up those places like that in football. It was like, we had to stay together. They was all like this. All these black people, what the fuck? Hey, they're coming in these places like Star Spencer and shit like that. And like, oh, these motherfucking wild motherfuckers. These ain't real black people. <laughs> they, they talking shit to the coaches and shit. It's like, these are kids. They like, man, you can't talk to you like that. And they talking cash shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. So anyway, it's just getting dangerous. I mean, we've had a bunch of bomb threats to a bunch of schools already in Oklahoma just the first couple weeks of school. Yeah. Uh, like I said, there's a shooting at a football game. I just, I don't know. The world's getting wild. Been, uh, <laughs> we just had something here uh, in a neighborhood, Garfield, which is like a pretty bad neighborhood around, but he just, uh, he was getting an eviction notice and just started lighting up. Like, I don't think, I don't even think anybody died, but there was hundreds of rounds shot. Did anybody die, man? Oh yeah, well he died. Yeah, they died, yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, that that shit was going on like fucking six hours or something. Like it was like a huge thing around here. But it was nothing. It wasn't. It was just like a. It was a contained incident. It wasn't a mass shooting or anything. Right. Yeah, I remember you were sharing it with me about everything that was going on because you were like. They keep claiming it's by this children's hospital, these fucking lying ass media. And then an hour later, right. like, okay, I was wrong. It was totally by the children's hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's actually, well, I wasn't thinking of the other children's hospital. There's two. And like, I was like, oh, this ain't by the, like, cause there's one that's just like the children's hospital. Right. And then there's like this other one that's like, oh, that's, that's the other one. Yeah. I that's was like, this ain't by the the not kids. Ch- <laughs> 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 fucking. Oh man, yeah, that did fuck me up though, because I'm like, there's no way. This is like ten minutes away. If, the, if this is right by it, I'm right by it. This is bullshit. Yeah, and then I was like, yep, nope, I'm wrong. Yeah, that was it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Um, 
All right, and I have one more thing, and then we're gonna play a song. I just have to say, this is a park-related thing. So anyone out there, if y'all go to a park, I go to a park typically. <laughs> most days, I take a walk with my dog because she needs it. She's a 73-pound mutt, and she needs her fucking exercise. And so we go and walk at the park. Oh, now, yeah. there's two things that annoy the shit out of me. They're opposites, but the same. And I think y'all will understand. The number one thing I say is people who run on the street. So Brad, just to explain this park to you, it has a mile around mm. lap of the park, plus an extra little half-mile park. So mm. you can do one and a half miles, or you can do one mile where you take the turn at and then that's where you're supposed to run at but then these people want to be special so they run up on the street which is maybe two miles yep. you know if you had the extra shit but they're right in the way of when you're trying to back out and leave the parking spots you almost run people over because they're running on the fucking street behind your car and then also you're driving and they're just running in the fucking street and i'm like there's a fucking <laughs> yep. sidewalk literally 10 feet from you designed for you to run on but you're too special and you have to run on the fucking road like it gets it makes me so mad to a way that like only white people can get you know I mean? there's a fucking guy every time on my way home from picking the wife up from work and he like he walks along the main road or he runs depending on the day but he like likes to direct me to fucking move on the like he's like move over move it's like dude you're walking in the road get off the road you fucking asshole yeah oh, man there's nothing and we got this north park area around me they fucking oh my god they don't even fucking care if you're a car because they're like oh well hit me go ahead i dare you and they're just gonna stroll man i fucking hate dude it. i hate oh, all these old people because it's kind of related these old people that'll be in their cars at a stop sign where it's totally their right away but they're like thinking they're mm-hmm. not so like you go ahead i'm like dude just follow the rule you've been here right just fucking go you're making this more complicated than it needs to be it makes like, me so mad or like yeah if you're on a straightaway and then they stop for somebody to let somebody to come in yeah but like there's six cars behind them and we're just going like it was smooth traffic now you're gonna stop to let this fucking asshole in fucking mm. move oh man <laughs> Yeah, I got I so many that. like driving pet Ooh. peeves now. Like the motherfuckers oh don't merge when they say to see the sign that merge and fucks all the traffic. Right? Yeah, they try to just go they up. Move all the way they did up. yesterday. Like one line, there's like three lanes. Three lanes. Everybody's their signs is merged. And I'm petty. <laughs> I'm not letting motherfuckers in. I'm not either. I'm fucking swiping cars, flipping the big ass trucks off. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm yeah, a total dick when it comes to that. I'm like, nope, you ain't coming in. Nope, I'll keep fuck. I'll ride this dude's bumper until you do, until you're behind me. I don't care. And then like, I ride, I straddle that line too. It's like they oh, I see some people coming out my rear view. Nope, I'm right in the middle of this shit. Y'all ain't fucking up this traffic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, fuck right. you. Uh, and my other thing, they're similarly related, are people that ride bicycles on the sidewalk part Ooh. for walkers and riders when there's just a street right there. So it's the exact. I was gonna opposite. bring it up anyway. It was fuck. the exact opposite thing I just complained about. Where it's like, get on the road with your bicycle fucking 30 ass 30 year old man with his fucking helmet on riding around now if there's special needs i apologize none of them look like it they look like normal people just fucking riding their bike getting everyone's way freaking my dog out that's honestly where all this comes from of this part is my dog gets freaked the fuck out about it because there's a huge fucking man on a bike coming at her I don't even mind little kids. I'm talking about adult people. Like, get the fuck out of here. This isn't a bike park. They fought for the road traffic. You know what I mean? Like, they fought to get all these lanes and all this shit, and they still ride on the sidewalk. But I still fucking hate them because they're so slow when they're in front of me on the road. I'm like, get on the fucking sidewalk. Get out of here. Like, no matter where a bicyclist is, I fucking can't stand them for that moment. 
I agree. If I'm driving, I, <laughs> I sent you a great TikTok. I'm sure you've seen it and laughed a lot at it. I showed it to my wife like 18 times the other morning because I just kept down laughing. I rewatch it where the guy's like doing a willy and he's like in a kind of in the back lane, but not really. And um, he's like doing these weird moves and this car just honks and literally an eighth of a second after they honk, they run over this dude on the bicycle. Yeah, <laughs> it is so funny to me. They're like, gave him a warning and then just <laughs> instantly gassed it and just fucking it was so I showed, funny. I, I, when I showed the wife, I'm like, see, this is what I want to do every time because like every time I see that guy directing me, telling me to move over or like anybody in the road, I'm like, doom, doom, doom. see, it'd be so nice to hit him. Ten points. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I just, if it's me on the road, I get out of people's way. I walk up in the ground, you know, I'm not we, right. we had this thing in Ada, and you probably remember some of this years ago, you know, since you're a long time listener, but there's this huge man. He's probably like 350, maybe. And he has a mother who's an old woman in like an electric wheelchair. That's his woman. That's I his know, woman? Yeah. Oh, she looks old as fuck. I, to, I used to go to the daycare with him. Oh, like, hell yeah. So anyway, <laughs> he walks in front of this woman on the road, and he'll stand and it's in opposing traffic so to make sure you swerve like a whole lane to not get near this fucked, person man. in a wheelchair. And this and bitch he, can walk, too. She don't need no fuck. She's just fat and fucking lazy. This bitch, I seen this bitch. I say, mama, she can walk. She was like, yeah, she can walk. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, so ev- I hate people like but that. But everyone knows this guy. Like, I just swear, if I don't deal with it, but if you get too close, he'll start like acting like he's going to punch your car he probably, and shit. He would, too. Corey's but fucking He's nuts. a fucking idiot. I mean, he'll break his... I mean, you can punch any car you want and do nothing to it, but he's a big guy. Yeah, so anyway, retard strip for sure. Very funny. Very funny uh, <laughs> sight around here for us. Um, all right. So those are my issues with people walking. Now, we got a song to play. We got to get to it because, of course, we're on schedules around here and I got to get to video games soon since we have Brad on here. And um, the first song we'll play here with Brad is going to be from our newish but pretty cool homie that I still want to get the call in someday, maybe when the studio's open again. And that is Grant Four. The Grant Four. Oh, yeah. The name of the new song he sent us here is Super Rich. Just get richy. Super Rich, I hope to be one day. Pendulum swing eternal, always 99 Motherfucker, holy infernal The devil done brought me conscious I'm living my life unconscious I'm bonkers like two tatankas In the ring with Willy Wonka and Blanca Sipping on shots of banaka Cause of my breast smells like caca From all the puffs of this Zaza I'm Lincoln Plaza My baby bumping bachata Asking in the win, we came to win I get it again, it's sick I swim back to the wall as we sin again Push bricks like Jenga blocks Nigga, my boss are hot Hot drop, piece of shit dog Dressed up like Goldie Locks 40 Glock locked and loaded Ready to load a bucket I've loaded photo op And sure to leave a mother Fuck a rock. What up, Pete? What up, Pete? Nickelodeon gag sheet. Nigga, I must eat. Drop dead Freddy. Looking up a bitch's skirt meat. Aw, she. All real monsters under my front seat. Capped up the only dose that's really been amped up. Mouth shut about my bidding. Who are we kidding, bruh? I take a pause. For all of the soldiers that we done lost. 2020 is our year, but we've been ready, bitch. But my niggas getting super rich. 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 Well, my niggas getting super rich. My niggas getting super rich. My niggas getting super rich. My niggas getting super rich.
ramp for gee that shit fire i like it indeed with super oh, yeah. i rich. fuck with him a lot uh yeah i like He's it one Again. of the more lyrical dudes on the music twitter for sure, for sure. My only yeah, issue yeah. with it is that should have been sent over someone for a second verse, you know? Hey, hey, hey. So I said last week. <laughs> I know you own it, bro. You gotta get, you gotta get your plug I, in. I got to be <laughs> consistent, if anything. Hell yeah. You know? And uh, but I do, about the remix. I like it a lot. It reminds me of the, you know, Jay Dilla through Common, through Ooh, whatever okay. sort of era shit. Okay. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah. That'll be a fucking thing. Sounds like an engagement tweet that'll be one day. Like, did you notice songs are getting shorter these days? Oh, right. yeah. Well, and they are. Um, and I won't even lie. Yeah, not, but it's like, you know, they are. I have a beat right now in my, like, I'm going to try to use it folder. And it's in minute 52. And mm. I'm like, ooh, it needs you to be two minutes. Off like that. It needs you to be two a, minutes, you right? You got a fire-ass song, and it goes cuts off like a minute 40, 48 or some shit. I'm like, come on, where's more? Please don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah, but as the artist, I get it. There's plenty of times I make one verse, and I'm like, I just can't match that again. Like, okay. it's so... Uh, yeah. See, I can respect that. And it's like, that maybe it's... Suck. Right. Like, like that. And like, for instance, so <laughs> Fucked Up, which will come out on the ABC's group project, look out for it. It features Brad. And... um that one was just I did a pretty good verse and I was like I don't think I can do another verse that goes along with that you know necessarily so mm-hmm. I sent to Brad to do it and then it's a finished song so I could see though where instead of doing a second verse I just did some like chopping up shit and right. yeah I don't know maybe that is the future kids with their short attention spans and their short shorts yeah those five inch inseams I don't mm-hmm. get it I got the four <laughs> yeah. Oh, <hell> yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, I, even with my small penis, I was still feeling comfortable with these short shorts, you know? I mean, hey, make your shit look bigger. Pop out. <laughs> oh, I see. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I probably have some wide ass fucking thighs, though. Shit, we all right. <laughs> Do you not know? All right. Well, have you seen my performance videos? I, I'm wearing all black with the whitest legs ever. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. Your legs do pop yeah. out. You but do? my mind be on your hair, though. I said, look at that hair. <laughs> yeah, the slick back oh, hair. Oh, man. My hair, my hair is so wild right now. Like, I can't fucking stand it. Like, it's just, it's, it's pretty much untamed, ungroomed. Just let it grow fucking crazy. Yeah, like, man. I dig it. <laughs> I aged like 10 years with it. <laughs> Got that button. Yeah. It's pretty cool. pretty cool. I told the wife I'd do it one more time, but it's like now nah, I'm just gonna probably keep it for a bit and see what I can. I do got with addicted it. to my hair when it was long after COVID, and it looked horrible. <laughs> it looked so bad, and everyone kept telling me how bad it looked. But I would look in the mirror and be like, "Y'all don't get it. You just yeah. don't get it." And then as soon as I got a haircut, literally every single person I saw my like the forty people in a row were like. Oh my god, you look so good! And I was like, "Damn, I must have looked so bad when my hair was long." Um, <laughs> but also, I haven't had a good haircut since then, so I need to grow it out to be a shitty level, so I feel like my haircut's good again. I think mm, that is—I like the strategy—a thing. Um, all right, Brad. Since you're here, I have a top five list. I need to get to with you here because it's my top five favorite Super Nintendo games. And if Grant Four is listening because his song was played, I know he's a fan of the era as well. So I feel like this is the perfect spot. It's real early for a top five list. Y'all can fast forward if y'all don't give a fuck. But we're doing a uh, top five list. Top five, top five, top five. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, Brad. 
That's right. <laughs> Super Nintendo games with a bong. Yeah. We have one in front of we have well, ours is a dab rig, but it is a bong technically. Um, yeah. I misjudged my it. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I'll try to keep in Kayla in the background. I think it's funny um, that way. Uh, so yeah, let me get to my list here. I I was not really ready. I mean, I was ready, but not officially ready. <laughs> so of course, Brad, you can rattle off some of your favorites at the end or whatever. Whenever, give me your opinions on these as well. We one time did a top 100 games list. If we could redo it, and someday we could, um, I think we would do a lot better. It was fucking not yeah. as organized as possible. It was a little weird, um, but you know we're learning. It's a learning experience. That's a lot of shit. <laughs> That's right. And it's uh, hard for me to pick a favorite anything. So so top hundred was like I was going through everything in my right, life. Well, there we each did fifty. Crazy. It's how it worked. And then we had eight overlapping. So through listeners and friends of the podcast, added eight more games that was their favorite, and that kind of made our list. Um, so y'all go check that out if you want. Now I'm sure my list has already changed from once we made that. I, my opinions change all the time on video games. I have new thoughts and ideas on them and shit. Um, it's pathetic, but I enjoy it. So Super Nintendo for me, I did not have a Super Nintendo when it was new. I had a regular Nintendo when Super Nintendos came out. And then whenever I wanted a Super Nintendo, my mom got me a Sega and I fucking hated Sega Genesis and Sonic. I mean, I played it, of course, and I'm, you know, Golden Axe, a few things, but I just didn't really love it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I just it was whatever. And I'd go to my cousin's house that had a Super Nintendo and I was like, God, this is so fucking cool. I was very jealous of it because I didn't have one. And then after I had a Nintendo 64, I bought a different cousin on my mom's side. I bought their Super Nintendo off of them. And then so when Super uh, so when I had a 64 which also disappointed me, I then started playing old Super Nintendo games that I basically was just stealing from people that didn't care about theirs anymore. So that's how I got a lot right. of my Super Nintendo uh experience and then now I just emulate a bunch of old games on this little <laughs> handheld and and try to get it in that way as well. So, my number 5 favorite Super Nintendo game is going to be one that most people would have number 1, I would say. But uh, I honestly have never beat this game, so I don't feel right putting it any higher than five. And that is The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. All right. Okay. I've recently played it on the uh, my little handheld thing, an Anbernick 535M, if anyone's curious. And um, it looks amazing. It's a beautiful game for pixel art. Pixel art's a whole different sort of art form than the current 3D stuff. Like, it's amazing what they did with it. Um, I've only, I'm halfway through the game. I got two pendants. And now I think I'm in like the underworld or whatever. And then I kind of just quit playing it. And I was like, man, I really need to get back to it. But I just never have, you know, but it is really <laughs> fucking good. Like I can and admire it for what it is, even though I've never beaten it, I feel like. But maybe I'm a big poser putting it here. Well, at least you've been like, saying, hey, I never beat it. Like I wouldn't even think I wouldn't even care about it if you didn't beat it or not. Hey, it's like your favorite game. So who would care if you beat it or not? Right. And that, you know what? That's you a got, good. You're getting, you're getting deeper on it. I see you. That's a good casual take on it. You know, of like, oh, yeah, what's the matter? You just enjoyed the game. But in like gamer world, if someone said they haven't beat their favorite, like all time favorite game, or if they even have a hardcore opinion about a game they didn't beat, you're like, well, you didn't even beat it, bro. You know, I mean, that is like kind of the. That'd be like having an opinion on a movie you didn't finish. But then again, if you hate a movie, you should be able to turn it off and not watch it. And like, who gives yeah. a fuck? So, do you have any opinions on Zelda, Brad? My wife's a huge fan. Um, I've played uh, the Super Nintendo one, both on NES. I haven't beat any of them. Uh, and about halfway through on Ocarina of Time, I've just never been a huge 
huge Zelda fan, but uh, yeah, the wife's huge on her, got a tattoo and everything. Hell yeah, I think she's getting another one. Yeah, I've only the only mm-hmm. ones I've beat um, would be uh, the one on Game Boy Color, uh, Link's Awakening, I think is what it's called. And then I beat Orcana of Time or Orcarina of Time, or the fuck, however you pronounce that word. And then I beat Twilight Princess. I think those are the only ones I've really beat in it. So I'm not like the biggest Zelda fan, but I am aware that they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, like I appreciate them for what they are because I'm just a fan of games and in, in, in general and just like game engines even. Like I'm just a dork about it. But like playing it, I've just never, I could never really get into the story. I never really cared enough, I guess. Right. Uh, but I, I, but I know it's like, that's like blasphemy for like, for me to even say I'm a gamer and I don't like Zelda, but yeah, Pokemon either. I was never into that either. Like that was like the two most popular Nintendo things. Yeah. She's an encyclopedia. Well, honestly, I've met more girls that are hardcore fans of Zelda than guys that would claim to be hardcore fans. Uh, so I think it is a very female friendly game, which is interesting. Yeah. And like then, um, like- I also think I think Zelda's more surprising you don't like than Pokemon because Pokemon me and you are that we're right on the edge of like if we were too old or not for it I just said fuck it and went all in but like you could I mean I it totally makes sense and my cousin Rusty who's a couple years older he felt like this is a kid's game and I was like no bro I'm gonna dominate this shit yeah. so there was like you know just the way it was um all right, my number four game is one that has a horrible Metacritic score and ratings and all that shit across there it's a game made by Blizzard who goes on to make world of make Warcraft and all that shit. Um, and that is going to be rock and roll racing. Ooh. Now most people, their combat game is going to be, you know, Mario Kart or whatever. But for me, it was rock and roll racing. Uh, my cousin had it and then gave it to me and I just loved it. So you start off as like a, a car racing, obviously, but you're shooting rockets and shit at people. And, uh, it's great. Now, it's not first person or third person perspective, like where you're behind you, like it's third person, like isometric, that old RC car style racing. So when you're turning, you're like the the map isn't moving or like the <laughs> frame, but like your car is turning, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like almost an overhead view. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, I used to just play the fuck out of this game. Um, I loved it. I got on Game Boy Advance later and loved it. Um, I played it on my little handheld thing. loved it. And then I recently was looking into it and people were like, it, this game is horrible. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you just, sometimes you just disagree with the critics, I guess, you know, cause I was like, Oh man, I fucking love this game. I thought it was so good. You know, like after you, cu- you win, you pick up coins on the track that gives you money. And then you, you can use that money to buy like shield upgrades, weapon upgrade, all the shit for your car in between rounds. And then you race, you know, and the whole idea is it's an interplanetary race with all these aliens from different, you know, planets and shit anyway it's a great fucking game highly recommend it if people have been sleeping on rock and roll racing <laughs> um i'm assuming you've never played it right skinny no of I course that one kind of now that was when racing that's that soccer ball bullshit stuff you guys get me into oh yeah i car race that. thing i don't remember to be the, honest the, the uh the liberty cars oh, like mario like, kart in the big like they're playing, playing soccer pretty much oh rocket league yeah there you go yeah i did try to get you rocket league's fucking great it's amazing <laughs> um have you played rock and roll racing, Brad? Is it in your collection? Cause I know you're a big classic game collector. Yeah. I've actually never owned that one. Um, I remember renting it a lot though. Like whenever I was a kid, it was like a frequent rental at a uh, far more. It was like a pharmacy. Uh, yeah, I played it a lot, but up to this day, I don't own it. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's rare or not. I don't know. I would love to get into game collecting, but I'm also scared of how much of my time and money it would take up. 
Yeah, like we we kind of got in at a good time because we kind of saw the stock rising for it all because of a just being in local gang groups and stuff and just seeing it build. We're like, yeah, we're grabbing everything now. Right. And now that we did, it's like we've doubled our price easily on most things. It was crazy. Yeah. What's funny is the video game podcast I listen to every week. One of the co-hosts is from Butler, which is where you perform your hip hop shows. So it's like right near you. And he's also in a collecting retro game. So I think it's just something about Pittsburgh. I think it's a very game, yeah. reg- like a retro collecting area. Even more. Yeah. So. Uh, that, down at the south side here, we got a uh, Pittsburgh Game Expo going on. There's a couple other game um, conventions and shit that happened it's it's it is a pretty pretty sweet deal yeah yeah there's a big one that comes at a convention center down here like once or twice a year yeah it's a pretty big gaming culture down here all right number three on my list um these top three could all be like number ones you know that's how good they are but number three i'm going with is chrono trigger now chrono trigger was the last game made by square soft on the super nintendo i believe that could be wrong but i believe that's correct so it's like the most technically impressive for a super nintendo game in some ways uh it is a rpg but it's more of an action rpg because it's not i mean it is turn-based but you see the enemies on the map uh and things like that uh there's a time travel element so basically on your map you go in this time machine you go back to different time periods and do different shit on the map to like a affect things and uh you know anyway chrono trigger very great i think the reason it has a really special place in my heart is because my older cousin did not introduce it to me i came across it all on my own with my own super nintendo yeah. i you know kind of came into I did it, it myself exactly without any assistance uh, me and my friend jonathan played it and it graphically is, is very good um i went back and tried to replay it recently and beat it i got stuck in magnus's castle quit playing and went back i don't remember what the fuck i was doing so i need to look up a guide but i just haven't yet so maybe i'll get back to that but chrono trigger number three brad have you uh played i know it's not your normal type of game but maybe uh there's a chance i've I've played a little bit of it but i i can't say i've I've dove deep into it or know much about it i i do know in the collector's world it's very sought after like complete in box it's probably a couple hundred bucks now right well i think it's um i didn't realize anything i didn't realize that dragon quest and i think also chrono trigger they're designed by the guy who made dragon ball z so their characters look like that and you're like oh okay so i think that's why people care more as well yeah that probably definitely plays a part um all right number two what i definitely know we've all played even skinny maybe for one second and that is super mario world yeah 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 um (laughs) Super Mario World is amazing. Um, I still don't know if I'd put it over Super Mario Brothers 3 on the regular Nintendo. Both of those really compete heavy in my heart for best Mario game. <laughs> I really like Super Mario World. Yoshi is amazing. He's one of my favorite characters. And uh, I've gotten to where I have... I'm six stars away or something. Or I'm like two level castle levels. Um, I can like see at the end and I'm like, God damn, I got to beat this game. I'm so mad, but I just can't beat this one level that keeps progressing left to right. And there's like all these little platforms and it's just pissing me off. So anyway, uh, Star I- World is insanely hard. Yes. Yeah, Star World is, um, is fucking then, annoying. <laughs> did you ever get to the center? No, and I have not yet. Yeah. There, there's like a center there and then there's another whole other world. It's just like a black screen basically. And you go through this whole other like internal star world. Well, since Mario Makers came out, I've realized there's just people that are amazing at Mario, and I've never been that, and I never will be that. You know, <laughs> so, there's no need to get all fucking caught up in it too much. That's the way I feel. Um, but 
yeah, anyway, Super Mario World 2 is great. I don't really talk about it much. And, you know, we got to get through these things, but it's amazing. If you haven't played it, you're crazy. Um, it came with most people's Super Nintendo, so that's how most people play it, of course. Um, and then my number one game is going to be Final Fantasy VI, um, known as Final Fantasy III in the U.S. when it came out. But, like, officially we call it Final Fantasy VI now. It is an RPG, turn-based RPG. It has a great story. It's long as fuck. Um, there's a fucking crazy clown that poisons the river, and then eventually a fucking meteor hits the earth and kills everyone. You go to the moon. It's like this fucking wild ass game. There's optional characters. And, um, I just really liked it as a kid. I still think it's very good. I got pissed playing it on my super Nintendo classic mini. Cause, uh, I fucked up my save file and lost like 30 hours worth of save. Ooh. And I was so mad that I haven't touched it since, but, um, you know, that's the way it goes on old games. Sometimes yeah, that would that may have you pissed too. <laughs> Yeah, losing a save file, just uh, that'll take it all out of you. Fuck. Yeah, kind of just, yeah, for sure. But anyway, I love Final Fantasy VI. I wish, I've been, I'm playing through Final Fantasy VII Remake at the moment, and I wish they would remake all the Final Fantasies in the exact same like way with the much detail and care, but I know they won't because Seven's the best, and so that's why they're, you know, they do it. Um, but man, Final Fantasy games used to be so good and they suck now. So that's my take on Final Fantasy games. <laughs> And then my all my Mix honorable mentions um, are going to be Mario Kart, Top Gear series. I love the Top Gear series. Super Mario RPG, which is a Square Enix made Mario game, which they're remaking. You just got to announce actually. Um, Aerobiz Supersonic, which I just got into. It's a airplane simulate, like an airplane. Uh, how do you word it? company like okay. like your jet blue or whatever whatever yeah. that's fucking called like mm-hmm. you're a, it's a simulator where you're managing an airline uh, <laughs> and i was I gotcha. like i didn't even know this fucking existed on the super Nintendo. it's very fun and then um one i really got into is super smash tv it's kind of like a twin stick shooter that exists now like your binding of isaacs things like that um but it existed on the super nintendo i didn't even know that was a thing and i was like man i wish i would have known Great about game. this back in the day you know but I just didn't even know about it. So those are honorable mentions. Yeah, that one's a great one. I know, Brad, one of your favorite is Devil's Crest or Demon's Crest. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, uh, sequel to what the fuck? Gargoyles Quest on regular Nintendo, but like just playing it in itself. It's like one of the, my favorite platformers probably ever. Uh, I just like the, the environments, the gameplay smooth. You know, the boss fights are fun as fuck. The music's great. Yeah, it's, I love that game. Yeah, music goes a long way in old games. I mean, they do in new sure. games too. I guess. I guess just music's more important in video games. I think that people realize. Once yeah, you really, it sets uh, the tone, and and really in movies too, and everything. Like if if you watch some of these scenes without the music behind it, it just looks like somebody walking. You know, like watching right. it on mute, and then you turn the music on, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, man, I'm, I feel in. All right, let's play. Let's play emotion. a song here. Um, not get too crazy, and then we'll come back and talk more video game stuff while we have Brad. Um, all right, the third song we're playing of the episode is gonna be mm-hmm. our homie FPN Norway, Norway, newish homie of the podcast. Now we've heard him many a times with Karma on some Karma songs, and then he hit me up. We're trying to work on something, and we just haven't found the right thing to do yet. But I was like, man, send us fucking music to the podcast. And he was like, well, I never knew how. (laughs) And I was like, karma fucking hiding the fucking beans or some shit. I don't like that. Come on, karma, spread the love. And so uh, anyway, he sent us this song. And uh, we're like, we'll be happy to play it. So we're going to check it out here. 
It is going to be called Drive featuring Ask Me. Uh, check it out. Vroom, vroom. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just ask me. She said she loving my drive. Lost to go out on a ride. Late at night, she got a ride. Saying she wanted inside. Oh, yeah. Loving my drive. Oh, yeah. Out on a ride. Whoa, whoa. She gonna ride. She gonna ride. She gonna ride. She said she loving my drive. Lost to go out on a ride. Late at night, she got a ride. Saying she wanted inside. Oh, yeah. Loving my drive. Oh, yeah. Out on a ride. Whoa, whoa. She gonna ride. She gonna ride. She gonna ride. Yeah. She knows I don't need no bitch. I'm chasing paper and I rich. Fuck you, we wanna get rich. Getting cake while I'm fucking this bitch. I fuck the pussy too loosey. Haters be dressing as stupid. Back in the 80s with groupies. If I don't like you, I'ma remove you. Bitch, send her you move me. I don't know her name, I keep moving. I don't care about none of your lames. I swerve and I dive in my lane. Took a moment to look at a game. I guess this shit is not the same. Don't know the flows, know the names. Homies be going insane. Ayy, I'm sipping syrup all night. Bitches be trying to get by. Showing my nipples alright. A friend did the same, but it's fine. I don't fuck with this shit you rap. You sounded bad as a crap. Where did you come up with that? You see a winner, you get back. Ay. She said she loving my drive. Lost to go out on a ride. Late at night, she gonna ride. Saying she wanna inside. Oh, yeah. Loving my drive. Oh, yeah. Out on a ride. Whoa, whoa. She gonna ride. She gonna ride. She gonna ride. She said she loving my drive. Lost to go out on a ride. Late at night, she gonna ride. Saying she want it inside, oh yeah Loving my drive, oh yeah Out on a ride, oh oh She gonna ride, she gonna ride, she gonna ride, yeah Drive, yeah, oh yeah, PN Norway featuring mm-hmm. Ask Me, yeah, smooth like butter right there. That's yeah, right, yeah, that's that vibe. I like it. Yeah, I think he has a very modern, uh, like radio ready sound, which is hard to do, right? You know, so uh, he's definitely on the right track. That driving music for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I dig it. Hell yeah. Um, one thing I want to get to before I play this video game jingle, it's random as fuck, but there's a phrase I really hate these days. I hate a lot of new phrases when they happen. You know, <laughs> yeah. we go over this all the time, but it's giving. All right. So here's the issue. It started off for people that haven't heard this or you're unaware or whatever. It started off where they would say it's giving negative vibes or it's giving good energy or it's get, you know, it actually like had an end to the fucking sentence, mm-hmm. but now People just say it's giving, and then they say any fucking word, any word at all. So be like, it's giving clowns. Not like, hey, this thing reminds me of clowns or whatever. They'll be like, it's heard, giving clowns. It's giving, and so I just on. see it all the time of it's giving, insert, like I said, any word. And then that's just the way these new kids are talking because they don't know how to fucking talk. They can't form sentences. So they're just like, it's giving other thing in my brain I associate it with. <laughs> so anyway, that's my issue today with modern language. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot. Like, I've, I just recently saw, like, she's serving. She's serving. Yeah, it's the same thing. Ser- it's the same. Yeah, yeah, that's the same tree for sure. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's the it or she or he or whatever the pronoun, and then the verb and then the ing, right? So like, it's giving, it's serving, it's showing. It's. I feel like it's like because of the internet, we're seeing what like kids would say in the hallway. Well, you know, like coming up, like we would never hear this shit 20 years ago or whatever. But now that it's all like they're saying it on the Internet so that it becomes like starts a thing. You know what I mean? Like because it would just be in the halls like, oh, she's serving. She's serving. And it would like just be a local thing. You know, people would have like local things in schools. Right. I don't know. It seems like that's kind of what's happening because a lot of these sayings are just so fucking dumb. I'm like, it has to be like a 12 year old in school. Right. And also, I got to be clear. This is probably started by black culture that white people are stealing. Let's be clear. Right. It's like the way all these little white people say slay now. Right. And you're like, (laughs) I think that was started by like gay men in New York and y'all are stealing it. (laughs) I thought it was a gay thing. And now it's just like, oh, I don't know. Slay bitch. Yes. Right. Or like all these women call themselves queens. It's like, that was with your, your culture appropriating gay men terminology all right let's uh slow down here Queen. <laughs> anyway all right i'll play my video game jingle and i'm gonna talk to brad about a bunch of random video game thoughts and uh skinny will also let us know off his video game thoughts okay you see me play you see me play don't you you see me give everything i got right we're talking about games. All right. Talking yeah. fucking games. For so long, I thought that was you, Skinny. <laughs> the That's the most racist thing I think's been said on here. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> it I've does sound like his voice. Thing. It does. <laughs> so thanks, man. He's been influenced by Alan Iverson. The same look, same height. Or maybe, I mean, he's not the same height. Yeah, Alan Iverson's same way height. taller than you. Yeah, I know. Uh, I it's funny it, to think it about it. It's crazy, though. It's like, what? He's that tall? It's like, I wouldn't even think He's that. taller than me. I mean, he's like two inches taller than I am, I think. This shit's crazy. Um, Actually, some people claim he is my height. He's 5'11". That is the, that's the like rumor. Yeah, the rumor is he lies, basically. Um, yeah. All right, my video game takes. We mentioned Final Fantasy VII Remake earlier. The first thing I want to get off here, I actually originally had this written down because Ron um, is also very familiar with Final Fantasy, and he was going to be on, or that was the hope, and he would understand. But Brad, you've actually played Final Fantasy VII Remake, so you'll understand. I do think Tifa is the only time I understand the waifu thing. So... Skinny doesn't know what the waifu thing is, so I'll explain. (laughs) These fucking dweeby-ass nerds that love anime and video games (laughs) Mm -hmm. think, like, these video game characters or these TV characters are their wifey, right? Like, they're, like, internet, they're, like, Mm, fucking fake world wife or some shit, and they're, like, in love with them. Tifa from Final Fantasy VII's probably always been the closest thing, and she's just so great in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um and uh, she's just stacked for sure, and so sure. you're so like, animated bitches will be looking good, like or the, or the yeah. So I'm just saying, for all the times I've hated in the past on all of you dweeby motherfuckers for this shit, I think I've been converted. I mean, Jill from Resident Evil is pretty nice too. Check her out. Okay, <laughs> check it out. Take, take them pixels off a little bit. Yeah. Right, I'll be honest. I used to make fun of this guy in college because he would claim he used to like Shiva from Final Fantasy VIII, and I was like, bro, it's a PS1 game. That shit don't look real. But once video games started looking real, I was like, well, if it looks if this looks like that football player, mm-hmm. then you can say that this video game character is hot because they could look like a real world version of it. And like yeah. eventually it got real enough to where it made sense, you know. Um, but anyway, I'm just saying shout out to you for there. I'm at chapter 17 out of 18 on the remake. So I will get through that quickly. I really want to beat it on hard, but I don't think I'm good enough for it. Right. But it's like extra missions and all this shit. But I'm just not that skilled of a gamer anymore. 
that I'm able to do that, but I want to, right? Like in my heart, I wish I could, but we'll see if it happens. I feel it. Yeah. I never beat it on hard. I know I was thinking about it myself, but I, once I finished it, I was like that because I, I didn't realize the story didn't end there. I was like, Oh, I'll finally like get the, but it always continues. And I'm just like, ah, fuck it. By the time they make the next one, I'll forget everything that happened in this one. Right. Well, the reason they have a hard level or hard mode on the seven remake and 16, it's for all y'all dark soul fan. Like, they think like, oh, people like hard games, so we're gonna do an extra mode where special shits at that's like so See, hard only Dark Soul players can beat it. And you're like, well, that's not who you should be making this game for. In my well, opinion. and that's that's also like a common misconception because it's like it's yeah, it's difficult, but it's very well balanced. A lot of these right. games that are just like they put in hard modes, it's There's literally just sponges. They, yeah, yeah, they turn them into sponges. You just have no HP, and you know that's really the the difficulty settings. Or in like a survival game, shit will be more scarce, you know, stuff like that. But it's like, it's, it's still different. I mean, a lot of, a lot of games try to emulate it though. It's kind of fun to watch because it'll be like souls like, but it's like, yeah, but you're not. Right. <laughs> Maybe someday I'm going to Elden rings on my list for when it gets to $20, I'm going to give it a shot. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I would definitely suggest either Elden ring or bloodborne to start with. Uh, something I, I'm excited about, it would have already came out by the time it comes out tomorrow from our recording. This is a game called Sea of Stars. Um, it's actually coming to Xbox Live or Xbox, whatever the fuck their shit's called, uh, Game Pass, and mm-hmm. also uh, PlayStation Plus Extra, I think. Um, anyway, it, it's a Chrono Trigger looking ass game. So I mentioned Chrono Trigger earlier on my Super Nintendo game. It's like a spiritual successor kind of idea of that. It's by. Yeah. This independent developer that made The Messenger, which is a very good Ninja Gaiden ass like game that's very hard. So we'll see how Sea of Stars is. But I am excited to try it out. It's great looking pixel art. So that is on my list. Yeah, the, the art looks amazing. It's very not hard. like the kind of game I would play, but the art does look great, especially considering what it's emulating is an old Super Nintendo game. Right. You know, kind of. So it's like it, it, if Super Nintendo games just got a remaster like these, I w- it would be great. You know what I mean? Right, like what ha- it has like weird color shading and shit that makes it look amazing, but you don't mm-hmm. realize like Super Nintendo didn't have that many colors, so it couldn't have done it. But like it's right. still in that like spiritual thing or whatever. <laughs> spiritual week. Um, but it's awesome because I was gonna pay however much money it costs to get it, and now it's just included. So I was like, okay, well, sweet. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, I do have to hit on NBA 2K. I was gonna, of course, boycott it again the second year in a row until they get rid of the stupid city shit. Because who gives a fuck about running around a city as a basketball player? Um, but something else they added that has more people joining me in my boycott is they've added a season pass. So you're going to pay for a $70 game and then they're going to expect you to buy coins. I don't, but a lot of people buy like hundreds of dollars worth of virtual coins a year to like make their guy better without playing games. And then they also want you to buy this like $20 season pass so that you can get extra rewards. And then they want you to buy that $20 season pass every month. Mm, So like shit. People are going to do it. They'll do If it's successful, they'll do it in the next WWE 2K, whatever, you know, same people. And so it's just horseshit. People got to kind of say like, no, we're not doing this. So I've always loved NBA 2K. It's one of my favorites, but I just feel like this is a step too far. And I hope the community really pushes back. But already what's happened, Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to make this to a white guy, black guy talk Uh yet. Um, But what's happened is basically there's a certain hip-hop-ish attitude to it that goes oh you too broke to buy the season pass and i'm like well that's not the way to approach this okay <laughs> I, I just don't have money to throw away on like trash content that they're fucking feeding us for you know it's like gta online shit they, that, it's 
they just kept pumping out DLC. It didn't matter, you know? Right. Nothing matters. It's all money. Gaming yeah. turned into that. It's it's a shame. Yeah, and it always probably wasn't some idea, but it was like to get the money, you had to make good stuff. But now that's right. not necessarily the case. You know, <laughs> right. Now money. you need like a semi-decent base game and then just add on to it. You know, like No Man's Sky does it right. They fucked up at the beginning. And they've been making it right for like seven, eight years now, you know? Yeah, like, they just had another huge upgrade that added a new race, which is a huge deal because they've never oh, yeah. done that. So I might get back into it. Um, all right, my last two things. These are two games that are coming out to the PlayStation. Uh, one, Baldur's Gate 3. It's already out on PC. They had this huge run on the TikTok and the web of like really pushing it of how great it is. And so I just saw all these videos of this game and it got me very interested. Now I don't think I could pay full price for it. For anyone that doesn't know, it's a Dungeons and Dragons ass game. It's like you roll dice and you make decisions and shit, but that's really well done. I mean, it's getting, I think it's like a 97 overall on Metacritic. So I mean, it's a, everyone's loving it. It definitely has my interest. If it's ever really cheap someday, I'll probably will buy it to give it a shot. I've just never been into computer uh, CRPGs is what they're called. Computer role-playing games. Um, and it's definitely that, you know, like the isometric view and right. decision-making conversation stuff, but it's with it getting such good reviews. It definitely has piqued my interest and the videos are pretty funny. You can fuck a bear. So that's, <laughs> I mean, that's how crazy this game is. That's, that's the new marketing now. Flip it through TikTok yeah. videos and shit, you know, and, Right. And the TikTok videos are great. Like someone's murdering squirrels and shit and getting your interest. Um, and then the other one is Starfield. This a couple of days ago from our recording, they finally started releasing all the Starfield videos on TikTok. Now, I know I have no place to complain because I've play- had a PlayStation for years and PlayStation's been killing the exclusive market. But this is the first game that's come out since Oblivion that I am jealous of Xbox and I want to buy one. Now, I got an Xbox when Oblivion happened, so this might happen again. Um, Starfield is only going to be on Xbox. It won't be on PlayStation. Every video I see, I'm like rock hard. Like I just got to get this fucking game. I need to just get a new PC that can handle it. I need like, you know, I'm I'm just trying to convince myself. How am I going to do this? I love Skyrim and Oblivion. I like Fallout 4 a great deal. I won't say I love it. Um, And this basically looks like Fallout 4 mixed with No Man's Sky. And it looks so good. Every video I just love, man. Like, I mean, they're these are games made for me if Bethesda Studios makes them. And it just sucks that like your favorite developer is making the game for a console you don't have. So now I have right. to like try to convince myself every day not to spend $500 on an Xbox, even though I desperately want to. But then that was so stupid for one game. You know yeah, I, mean? I refuse so. to get a system for one game. Like I even made her like I, she wanted to switch for Zelda, and I'm like, we need at least one more game we want before we go and fucking make spend that kind of money. You know, right? So anyway, it's it sucks at the moment, but I totally get it happens, and maybe I will just get like a cool gaming PC someday. Or I'm also if the Steam Deck runs it pretty well, I've been planning on getting a Steam Deck for a while, mm-hmm. so I think it would just really convince me to pull the trigger. Yeah, that, that'd probably be the way to go. Yeah, so anyway, it looks great, though. It looks fucking fantastic for someone like me that likes that shit. Yeah, Are I mean, you I saw it about uh, anything. Uh, well, I'm excited to play uh, the Killer Clowns from Outer Space game. Oh, um, yeah, I just saw that trailer yesterday. It's like a, yeah, seven versus three, um, like seven clowns versus three humans. Kind of like a Friday the Thirteenth game set up with the and like Dead by Daylight and those kind of games, which right. I didn't like Dead by Daylight that much, but I loved Friday the Thirteenth. Like I was so fucking good as Jason, 
So that's probably part of it. Like I was saving like all kinds of videos for it and everything. So Killer Clowns from Outer Space is right up my alley. I also want to check yeah. out the uh, Texas Chainsaw game. I heard good things about that game. I just never played it. Like that that's made by Gun Media, the same people who made the J the Friday the 13th game. And they did kind of fuck up with Friday the 13th because of the licensing and everything, but they it seems like they did it right this time. Um it was pretty cool. It came out on my birthday too, because that's the same day as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So they they even had that in mind. And like so I know they're paying attention to little details, like just watching the gameplay and shit. So I mean, that'll definitely be one I play. But I'm not really into multiplayer games. So it's kind of weird that the two new games that I'm into are multiplayer. But then again, every game now seems to be multiplayer, you know, so. Right. I've been wanting to get, I've been thinking about downloading Destiny 2 because I just want to try to get into a, a multiplayer game because it's been years. But I don't know. I don't know what would be the right one, you know, to I've, try. I've downloaded it twice and <laughs> just keep deleting it. Yeah, well, like, it's I'm such a huge file, too. Like, that's why I'm yeah. like, I have to really figure out if I'm going to. I love Destiny 1. I just, I only really like the PvP, and I'm not really that type of person anymore. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in my video game life. But all right, man, let's play a song here, because I know I got uh, SoCo, I think, technically right now. But we'll at least play a song, of course. Uh, this one right here. All right. So, Brad, uh, anything you need to say here? Got uh, Greatest Hits, Missed Kills, or Greatest whatever the fuck. I can't think of it right now. Greatest kills, missed hits. It's basically a greatest hits of our horrorcore shit uh, coming out in October, Friday the thirteenth in October. Um, and got a coop solo coming out sometime around then too. So keep a lookout yeah. for that shit. But all right. Um, and the name of the song is Ali, mm -hmm. but spell A H L I E. So maybe I'm totally mispronouncing what that is. Um, and it's by an artist that goes by the name of Jazz. I don't know if this is Valentine or Valentino, because I have horrible penmanship. Valentino. I think it's Valentino. All right. Uh, Hell yeah. Jazz Valentino. Check it out. I don't care if you have to lie.
I wish I could make music like that. I don't even know how. To be real honest. I, I could write it, but I couldn't sing it. I know damn well I couldn't sing it. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I agree with that 100%. All right. Well, let's try to look at my list real quick, see if there's anything else here that I definitely need to bring up with you before we call Soko. I think it looks like he just logged in. Um, but I definitely know I had a few things. Like Trump got arrested, got a mugshot. I mean, I could also be talking with SoCo because it's also somehow boosting him with the black community. And then people are trying to make that seem racist. But it's just the facts. All the black people, since he's had the mugshot, have come out and, or a certain demographic have come out and been like, we fuck with Trump now. And so when people report that, they're like, you're being racist. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Both sides celebrated like it was a win, too, politically. It was pretty funny like to watch right. it as an outsider that just does not give a fuck. It's just so hilarious seeing everybody like lose their shit. You got people like, oh my god, he's fucking, he's arrested. Look at his mugshot. You know all this shit. And other people are like, I can't believe he did, they did this. And you know, it's just, <laughs> uh, it's so silly. And then he was out in like three minutes. Yeah. It, it, and what was also funny is the only guy left in there is there was like a blacks for Trumps guy, and he's the only one that was denied bond. So <laughs> it was like the only oh, black I didn't guy. Know that. It's That's like it, it is so fucked up. So it happens. Um. Anyway, I thought it was crazy what's happened. I what's crazy is he made seven million dollars in fundraising since it happened, and it happened like three days ago from our recording. So it's like, oh fuck, he's it's rallying the troops. I don't know if it's gonna do what they thought it was gonna do. Yeah, I think this happened. This worked in his favor. It kind of backfired on them a bit. Right. Right. Um. All right, let me check one more thing here. Uh, let's, see, let's see. Nope, I think I don't think anything necessarily had to be Brad related, so I think we're good. But yeah, check out your you'll be on, I'm sure, again before it's out. But your October release, uh, and also we have a song coming out at the end of September. So uh, with me and featuring BXE, Brad Sorex and Coop, it's basically a Brad Sorex and Coop song with me on it. I'm just putting it out, and uh, it's called Even Out. It will be on our group project ABCs, which is still two verses away from being done. Siege mm. really got our hopes up, and then he just stalled here at the end. Um, but we have faith, of course. And um, so, yeah, look out for that. Even out will be a big deal. And then we'll have Brad on talk about, was it missed hits and killed shots? or <laughs> Great. Greatest greatest kills and missed hits. Greatest kills and missed hits. It's, it's a good name. Good name. It's just um, hard to keep track of. And like, then before, I, we, I, <laughs> before we played the last song, Kayla was shitting on how we didn't mention some classic games. So what were those games real quick? She wanted to bring up Evo, which I do agree is a great game. Yeah, it's not evolution. a cla- it's not a classic, but okay. I mean, I have it downloaded, but it's not a classic. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, no, no, but like hard, hardcore retro world. It is. Disagree. Yeah. Look up any top 25 list. Maybe one has it. It's not eh, a classic. Fuck these lists. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's how classics are defined is by how people are. Also, Maybe it is an underrated gem. Not saying it's not. That Yeah, that's probably the better way to put it. It's a, it's it's underrated gem. That, that is a good way to put it because it's not on a lot of lists. It's not mentioned a lot. Um, Like the next one would be she wanted to bring up Earthbound. Yeah, Earthbound's uh, huge. That, I just never played it. That one's probably on like every list. You have to um, play it with a guide and that really makes me sad. So I don't do it. Yeah. Uh, you have any... I, I did have to play it with a guide, but I've really tried my hardest not to. I only really touched the guide if, like, I got stuck, and I mean stuck for, like, days. Then right. I'd pull out a guide and be like, all right, get me back on track. Because it, it is a lot of, like, running around. Everything kind of looks the same after a while, but, like, the storyline behind all of it, it is just great. I love it. And um, the second one was just as good. I think it was Secrets of Mana. Oh, yeah. Secret uh, of Mana is great. Yeah, that one. I actually don't have the physical copy of that one. I do have the physical yeah, copy. Do. Oh, we do now? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I guess we do have it, but I played it on an emulator, and it, it like I played it on one of those emulators that you can like pause and kind of rewind some parts and stuff like that. So, right. like, that helped a lot. I swear to God, a lot. Yeah, because the door is like auto lock or something when you go through. There's something yeah. I remember that's weird about it. Yeah. It was hard as hell. And honest to God, I don't think I would have gotten through like if I didn't have those kind of little cheats there. But it it was like, damn. But it, you know what? It's one of those games that's like you look at it and you want to play it again, but you really need to like commit to playing it. Right. Like. But yeah, Evo is also a really great game. I learned what that was when we first got our emulator, too. I had no idea, and I wanted to play something completely new that I've never even heard of. Turned it on, and I didn't put it down for months. Yeah, I've, It was just amazing. I've heard great things of Evo. There's a few other games I want, Secrets of Evermore or Terranigma. There's a few things on my backlog for the SNES that I think could crack my top five if I really went into it. But I just, you know, who has the time? Yeah, I told her there's just so many games like honorable mentions that could be mentioned. You know? For sure. For this sure. is just such a great, great system that, you know, the younger generations, they don't realize what gaming was. They think what gaming is now is kids in my day. You know right. what? <laughs> yeah, I'm a big PS2 fan. Like, that's yeah. kind of how I am with PS2. Because I, I, they just have so many games for every fucking thing. Like, you want to play Pimp My Ride? You want to play fucking the Shield TV show, or you know whatever. See, I would like, say they just I think probably uh, PS One is probably my era, maybe more or Game Boy Advance. I played a lot of Game Boy Advance, uh, but yeah, they're all great. All the old shit is um, has their good moments. But anyway, Soko said he's sweating his ass off in his garage, so I guess we're gonna let <laughs> y'all go and give him a call and uh, appreciate it again. You know, we'll uh, schedule the next one once the studio is back open. For sure. I hope the next two weeks go smooth for you with the bathroom and uh, shit remodeling there. That's That's got to be a pain in the ass. As long as it doesn't turn into four weeks or something like that, I think I'll be all right, but we'll see what yeah, happens. It's looking like a six-week, maybe eight-week <laughs> yeah. project. Yeah, <laughs> that, that'll be an issue. That'll be an issue. But All right, peace, man. All right, thanks for having me. Later. All right, we let Brad go. Uh, Soko got his chat pulled up. He's typing. He's getting logged in. He's getting ready. So we'll be ready to go. You know, it's the wonderful world of podcasting. You know, you're going to connect with Pittsburgh and Georgia to Oklahoma to the, the 
triangle of podcasting yeah, something. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, he Mike. said. <laughs> Matt. It's Matt. It's Mike. Dude, the Bermuda Triangle was something we used to worry mm. about a fuckload back in the day. Yeah, the Bermuda Triangle. Hell yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you, the last time you were on, we were briefly talking about football and how you're a Packer fan and kind of like go, but how's the Packer fandom going? So like, do you just hate Aaron Rodgers? I don't or, hate Aaron Rodgers, nothing like that. I mean, because like, for instance, I'm a Thunder fan pretty hard, and I liked it when they reset and got right. young, right? I was like, hell yeah, let's watch the young guys go or whatever. Right. So I was a Packer fan, I think that's cool. But I've always viewed the Packers kind of as number two to the Cowboys as far as fair weather fans. Mm. So that's why, I mean, I don't dislike them, but when I was a kid, like everyone was a Cowboys fan. And if they weren't a Cowboys fan, they were a Packers fan. Mm, and know. so, yeah. um, and that, they were Brett Favre fans. They weren't really yeah. Packer fans. Like everyone just loved Brett Favre. And so I was just wondering how your Packer fandom is these like, days. I'm, I'm still, I'm going to be a Packer fan. So not because I'm not a fan of like any certain player. I, I do like, I mean, I like that moment. Like I do like certain players and shit. On like even other teams and shit, I was like, would love the game as for as as it is too. Right. Well, I've seen. I also think it's interesting, and we'll talk about more the next time Snappy's on for sure because he's talking about the nil deals are killing sports, college sports, and all that, right? Yeah. And maybe it is. I don't know enough about it, but I've seen where these guys are like Archie Manning is going to make more in his nil deal than he would as a rookie in the NFL. So it won't even make. So it might keep guys in college for you. So in some yeah. way, it might take it back to that old days of like four yeah. years in college. And mm-hmm. then they're going to take a pay cut to go to the NFL. But that was always the rumors back in the day where these guys were getting so much under the table. that Reggie yeah. Bush made less money in the NFL than he did. Yeah. Now know? he kind of suing shit. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to sue the all off that Johnny Manziel documentary. Mm. Johnny Manziel thing came out uh, saying basically all this shit he did that was, you know, shady mm-hmm. and then people are like why aren't y'all taking his husband because he's white and you're like i don't know now i haven't watched a whole manzel thing or even any of it actually yeah, but i've seen some snippets from it and basically that whole him being a rich kid from oil money was all a lie they made that up mm-hmm. and at first you'd be like why would you do that because that makes people like me not like you right i like johnny menzel until i thought he was rich i was like this fucking little rich kid but he did it to cover up how everyone was giving him money under the table Mm-hmm. So no one would ask questions if they just thought his dad was rich. I was like, oh my god, this fucker was awesome. Hell <laughs> like, yeah. In hindsight, I like him. Money Manziel. <laughs> right. So anyway, all right. Soko's ready. Uh, we'll hear this jingle and then hear the man himself. Alrighty. Let's give him a call. What up? What's up? What up? What's up, man? How you doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What up? What up? Hello, hello. Man, I'm alive, so ain't nothing to complain about, brother. How you feeling on your end? Honestly, I'm super shy and introverted, and it's weird to have people I've never met before uh, talk to me, but we're going to do that right now. Great to be on, man. I feel like... Yeah. What's good, bro? How you doing? Hey, bro. What's going on, man? Um, Are we recording? And you know what? Before we get started, I got to say, in the immortal words of Ice Cube... I hopped back in my low rider and I just came up out the bathroom feeling 10 pounds lighter. So I'm ready to pop with y'all today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's what's up. Shout out to Pops. Uh, Friday too, also. Shout similar, out. Similar to thing. Pop. And shout out to Martin. I think he threw that in on an episode of Martin too. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Them bought a joke borrowing back in the day. <laughs> you know, around here. Um, so yeah, we have, I have a couple things to talk with you about for sure. You know, we'll get to 
small TV talk eventually, maybe after the next song. Uh, Cause you know, we like to talk about TV when you're on here. And then we also, I can have a white guy, black guy, uh, you know, we can get crazy about that and shit as well. But anything <laughs> that's been on your mind since last time you've been on here. First I'm going to say, what up skinny? What up brother? How are you? <laughs> What's going on, man? Not long much. time fan, long time listener, but I ain't never I been do. on the same episode, which sucks. I know cool for me too. I have me like a little fangirl moment. That's how, that's how I listen to you. I know you like actually get to hear you like, Look. oh shit, having a little fan. I gonna call it a little fangirl moment. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> fuck it. Then we haven't we having fangirl moments together. But uh, <laughs> as far as shit I got, uh, nothing really, man. It's hot. It's hot out here, man. Like yeah. today, I feel like I done had some cool mornings, but. As soon as that sun come up in Georgia, man, it's it's above a hundred <laughs> every day, and yeah. today ain't no different. It's been hot as fuck. Yeah, we we were told there was a fifty percent chance of rain yesterday, but I saw this video that claimed there's this bubble over the eastern part of Oklahoma, which is where we're at, uh, Arkansas and Missouri. It's like some crazy thing where if a storm cloud even comes within it, the cloud will evaporate because it's so hot. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's like, there's zero chance it can actually yeah, right now, rain mine's here. Mine's in 86 degrees right oh, now. Oh, 86. Yeah, my computer says 91, so that's not bad. But I don't know if it was up to date or not. I just reached it, mine. But it's all right. You know, maybe we're having a pretty good day here. But yeah, it's been over 100 every day this week. Mm-hmm. And Skinny has no air conditioning. The crazy part is like, <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, I, I went, I went without that in the house for like two weeks in May, and that that was like a miserable two weeks, like. I think me and my wife almost got into a physical fight. <laughs> Both so miserable that like our tolerance level was on like right. negative five. Like we couldn't say Dude. shit to each other out the way. It's too damn hot. Mind your mind burning. Got that mind boiling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Skinny was saying his was his house has no insulation. Yeah, that's what it is. Like I got a five hundred seventy dollar bill and like hell, like I come back to the house, it's been running. It's set on seventy two. It still says eighty four in my damn house. Yeah. And so I got like a I did I cut it off. I tried it out last night. It came in. That motherfucker was like, oh, fuck no. Can't cut it off. Gotta leave it on. It's so miserable. Can't even tolerate that shit. Yeah, that's you gotta do one some of those crazy putting the ice in the ice chest with the faint box fan, you know, homemade <laughs> air conditioners. Yeah, yeah. dude with the fan with some water and shit. Yeah, yeah. We did that shit. And hey, that <laughs> shit some- works too. <laughs> I had uh I had to have a guy come look at mine for like Man, probably about five days straight after it was supposed to be fixed because I had the same issue. It will run all day, but it stayed above 80. Like it never went below 80, so it never cut off. Yeah. And it's like the air was blowing, but it wasn't blowing cold. It was like somebody blowing their damn breath on you. So yeah. after like the third time he came out, he did some shit to it. And he was like, oh, man, you just need a little more Freon. But finally it kicked back on. Now it's actually working the way it's supposed to. But that, that shit sucked too when it running. You got a big ass power bill and you still ain't cool. I know. I was like, God dang, it's almost $600. Like, God damn, I ain't balling like that. <laughs> yeah. This summer, my biggest change in my Shit. life is I used to keep my AC at like 70 all the time, right? right. 70 or lower. I, everyone in college knew if you come over, bring a hoodie. My yeah. house was cold as fuck. I was just one of those white guys that liked it cold as fuck. And then uh, this summer, I've just been committed to we're going to keep the AC up at like 77. It's been like when we leave house. or whatever. And, uh, We'll put it down at night when we sleep. We'll try to keep it up at 77 most of the time. And it is a lot warmer, but I've gotten to where like, it's okay. Yeah. And then now if I put it down to like 75, I'm like, oh, it's a little chilly in here. You know, like yeah. it's like I've slowly kind of uh, adapted. Yeah. I'm always cold. Like I always got that hoodie on. I got to keep it. <laughs> yeah. You don't have much meat on you. you know? <laughs> I, I'd much rather be cold. 
I'd much rather be cold and hot <laughs> any day. I know exactly when it happened to me though. My cousin Rusty, when he we were younger, he moved houses a lot. Like every few months they move. And he would put him in like the smallest bedroom with a window unit and he would just crank it up and we would play video games with it being cold as fuck. And then I would take all of his blankets and wrap them in me like a fucking, you know, like I had to to survive or some shit. But I got addicted to basically sleeping in that environment. And so now I just want it cold as fuck all the time. <laughs> and when it's hot, I'll wake up all sweat and I'm like, oh, I won't yeah. even sleep. That's man. the worst. Like, damn, did I piss myself? What yeah. the fuck? I know, man. I hate it. I hate being hot. <laughs> yep. So I need to lose weight. It would probably help me not sweat as much, but you know, that's easier said than done, I guess. Um, all right, so I have a question for you before you play the song is did you get the folder? I know you Gmail do, or Google Drive doesn't always work with you well, but did you get the SoCo Mo experience folder? Yes, I did get that one. I believe that one came directly to me. I'm still not seeing the stuff for the ABC's project, but whenever you throw stuff in the chat, I see that. And that's good enough. Like, I, I don't need to hear all the songs before they come out. I kind of like being surprised. Right. But I did get the SoCo to the Mo folder, so I got that one. Perfect. Yeah, it should be in the, like, shared for you on your Google Drive, maybe the other one. But it's called Group Chat Project, not ABC. So maybe if you see that somewhere. But anyway, um, yeah, it's all you'll need, I guess, at the moment is probably the artwork. I'll send you the the artwork over after this, if I remember. Um but yeah, we're we're getting close to it. I mentioned with Brad earlier, all we're down is we're two verses left, one from Siege and one from H two. Uh, CJ got our hopes up, working real hard, and then this last one it's not it comes fast. But uh, we'll see what happens, and uh, we're aiming for a November release date. So I have a pretty good feeling it'll happen soon, but uh, we'll see. Right, right. I like it. I like it. Like I said, everything I've heard so far has been dope. I'm loving the singles. Uh, fuck you just came out I don't know when this episode will release but it'll already be out by the time everybody hears this and that's a jam another jam right oh and I gotta also say that um, I'm trying to look at my notes oh I'll mention it later never mind we'll get to a song later um, that is also from the group chat so we have another one coming out we're putting out a couple more singles and then November hopefully the whole thing will be out but yes fuck you is great uh, shout out Karma for being on it I think she killed it uh, Karma Good fucking vibes. Good vibes for sure. All right, we're playing our next song here. It is going to be, um, Mm -hmm. let's see here. It's from a new artist, I believe, called Luke Prov. Okay, okay. Luke P R O V. Welcome, welcome. And uh, the name of the song is "That's Not What I Wanted." Is what you got. So deep, great and so deep. Go to school and get a job. Work 30 years till you can stop. They've controlled me. Yes, they've controlled me. All these work boots on my feet are getting worn out. Inside my sleep I'll be coming for That's not what I want 
not what i wanted not nice. what i wanted that is not what he wanted but you know what that was just what i needed sometimes a little bit of country is just what you need to start the day out or to start the pod out you know i don't know if i would call that country i would say it was uh soft i mean it's something there it's, it's folkish for sure it's like soft rock folk but I don't know if country people wouldn't claim it, is what I'm kind of getting I'm at. I'm going to give a shout out to all the country singers. You don't think country folks would claim Yeah, that? that's what I'm saying. Mind, I, I heard a country. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't listen to country a lot. But so have a, I can see where you got it from, where they had like a country's like playing it in, like in a certain breakdown right, right It has there. like a full quality to it. I agree yeah. with that. I just don't know what they call that these days. Yeah, something like, like an old crow medicine show or some shit like that. Oh, there you go. Um, all right, sending <laughs> Soko a message on the DL. That's why it's all weird here. Uh, send you an extra song. That grass is blue. Um, gotcha. And Kate, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you know what? I think this is the perfect moment. Skinny's awake at the moment. He wasn't the whole episode. I won't tell on this one because Brad was there to talk. Um, but for black guy, why guy talk? So I, of course, wrote down random black guy, why guy talk we could have because uh, that's always a fun thing to bring up. And you know, I feel like the last couple of times we've done it once with Skinny the last time and then powerful that with Soko, it's gotten pretty wild. Not like real wild, but like you can imagine a more sensitive person being like, you can't be talking about this. And you're right. like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I enjoy about Dude, it. Fucking weird um, with it. And then I guess speaking of sensitivity. Uh, this is kind of I'm gonna, do we do y'all think or because I could be out of line here I uh, clearly agree <laughs> have black people gotten too sensitive about certain like topics or names for instance here's my one thing so later I'm gonna get on and this is all tied together so I said all once I feel like black people have unfairly stolen the monkey ape thing where like anytime it says monkey or ape they think anyone's talking to them where I believe all humans look like apes because we are apes. Right, right, like right. we're technically are. So we all look like them. 
And I don't think anytime someone says you climb like a monkey or whatever, it has to be racist. So to me, I'm like, well, are black people being too sensitive or is it all justified because y'all been. It's not all racist. No, that'd be crazy. Just think everything is being racist. Like, I don't really like that. Right. And again, I think I would <laughs> like my, do it. My, my daughter calls me monkey. Like, like if I was black and there's a perfect example. Here's also with natives because natives do this as well. We're like. If they can find a moment to make fun of a white per- or make a white person feel racist, they're going to do it. Yeah. And it's a joke, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's part of the humor. And so I'm wondering, is that like just a thing also with black people now where it's like, if, as long as you can make the white people feel guilty, then it is cool. And that's funny. <laughs> and if that's the cultural thing, that's fine. I'm just, you know, I just see a lot of people getting called out for stuff where I'm like, I don't know. I think that guy that recited Mike Jones word for word is cooler you know, I mean, yeah, someone might have. It's kind of like when someone gets mad at someone for saying the N word while listening to a song, and you're like, "But they knew all the words to the song, so doesn't that tell you that guy was like at least a little down right, with the right. culture or something?" I don't know. It's a, a weird way to look at it for sure. Um, but see, when people are doing that, like, I don't take no offense to it, I like that or anything, right? What? And I guess it's also our area. I can't speak. I can't speak for all, but some people right, are course. different. Like me, I'm just a laid back. Just with it. It's just like certain shit don't bother me. Like there's certain shit that will bother me. Like. I can you can differentiate like some shit people are being like too hard being too petty it's like oh it's gonna be like this way but come on now <laughs> you don't have to there's certain shit you can't get riled up about there's certain shit like eh let's leave that shit alone right well also like you and Soko have way different because I think in Oklahoma being black is probably like a super minority right yeah, whatever the percentage yeah, is it's way whereas in where Soko is in Georgia I, I don't know I'm sure y'all are still a minority but it's probably not by much if so in that area or not as much, anyway. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it as much. Like, yeah, it just it doesn't feel like it as much if you go out somewhere. Like, you feel like you see, you know, the same amount black and white. You know, depending on where you're at, you don't ever feel like, oh man, I'm definitely a minority here because I'm the oh, only shit. one. Like, it <laughs> I'm definitely way. a minority Actually, here. <laughs> I say though, for as far as as far as the monkey thing, I think it most closely relates to like the way. Especially growing up in the 90s, we used words, and hell, even before the 90s, but the way people use the word sissy and faggot, right? they aren't necessarily talking to somebody who is gay or of, yeah. a, you know, yeah. of a different, likes a different gender. They just, they use it in that way toward it. And so if you're gay, you tend to be more sensitive to that. And I, I think that's kind of how the monkey thing is, because way back, it was used in slang to be derogatory. Because when you call somebody a sissy back in the day, you call them right. really. You know, you were saying it were girly. And, and that was before, like, I said that was before the 90s when it started being just something you say when you fuck around with your friends. Shit like, oh, you faggot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that was different. But then even before that, the reason they said it was to be like, challenge your manhood and say you're not masculine. You're not a man. Basically call them a right. woman. And so before it became, like you said, uh, you know, it, there's white, like John Cena. I'll use somebody famous. John Cena, Mark Wahlberg. Like, they look like monkeys right. to me. George Ooh, George Bush that. is my go-to, and I'm not I'm not being racist. George W. Bush. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying that's George Bush exactly. Another one. He looks like a monkey. <laughs> yeah, they just do. <laughs> but if you do if you say that about Barack Obama or Michelle Obama, then yeah, it does take a racist connotation because it was never used in a racist way toward I guess white people to start mm-hmm. with. So you really can't go back to anything and pull from but it again. Like, if I say a white guy looks like a monkey, it's because I'm just saying he looks like a like, monkey. Like, I'm not calling him an animal yeah, never, or saying he's less than, you know, less than human. I'm literally talking about how he looks. But I think when it was a racist thing, they were saying, oh, you're a monkey as in you're below human. So I, I think that's where people take it and run with it. So I, I don't know if I call it sensitive, but people know how to they know how to twist things and how to pull from history to make what you mean right now 
relate to some worse shit before, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying for sure. If like in the past, the white people use monkey as a way to put people down and they've instilled it into the black culture that it is this negative thing. So it has all this extra weight with it. But I would just think you could do that. You could just start calling people white monkeys and then like you albino monkey looking ass, well, you, do you know, or whatever. We call white girl around here. Like white go. dude. And so I think you could uh, kind of. I think it'd go both ways. But again, I, I've said we're all apes, so we're all going to kind of look like that, you know, if you believe in that. Although I think aliens came, picked out whatever our ancestors I, was and turned those apes into humans. And that's what I believe. So, of course, we look like apes. I think about I think about what you said a lot, too, though. Like, especially like the, oh, you know, why not just flip it around thing? And I, what it always come back to to me is like, and I once again, just like Skinny said, I can't speak for all black people, but like, I always feel like the the way it what it comes down to is that we feel like that's lame. Like we don't want to call you a monkey or this or you know what I mean? even if it is a racist person saying it to us, it's like saying it back to you don't make it no better. Like that's well, lame. Right. That's I don't like, think why would I want to call Well, I you? think each race You know what I mean? I, I think that's what it comes down to as far as why not flip it well, back. Well, I think on white people. people like me think it's lame to call black people monkeys too. I mean, I think there's a general I mean, I think it is lame regardless of who calls who a monkey. monkey but I do think each race well, uses different I w- tactics. I would say like racist people think it's okay. Not not white people, but just racist people in general think that's a definite like that's a go-to as far as like insult. Like that's a good go-to insult. It's monkey, you know course the n-word with the hard r to me i think those are the top two if you're like a racist person but when you're just a regular black person who doesn't necessarily care one way or another somebody's white black whatever like it's not our go-to to be like ah you animal <laughs> like i don't it just right it just never crossed well, my mind i've just that, met white people that. that are animalistic and i would call them an animal too like you know it isn't about a race to me you know but i understand that's like my own my own thought of it but i do think the way there are racist white people and we use racist here i think we're all saying is like you just prefer people of your race and you're mean to other people of other races or whatever not like the systematic thing or whatever but i think black people do use some sort of what we would think of as racism the way we're saying it here in a different way of like oh you can't dance you have rhythm like a white person or you can't season your food like there are their own things they make fun of white people and certain white people get really offended (laughs) and they get they're they're very sensitive about that and then other people are like oh i just buy creole season you know you make a joke out of and you go on like but there are sensitive people or whatever and so i guess and maybe that's all it is is that for years black people have had to just kind of take it and now they don't so it maybe like, that's what i'm interpreting yeah, as i know i know, so I know a lot of white people that can cook and season shit and do their thing like well, yeah uh, that's they're called poor people poor <laughs> poor country folks like shit yeah. these are country ass white people down here <laughs> doing some shit <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah uh, that, you might make that gator taste good. It's kind of like, I mean, me and Soko bitches all the time, but it's like the version of there's where white people tell black people, you're not really black because like they're you white the or whatever. But then the black people say the same thing to like someone, right? Like, well, you're not yeah. really black. So it mm-hmm. it can happen both ways. Um, and it's just, it's the tribalism built into humans, I feel like, right? So yeah. whoever you relate right. to, you're all of a sudden like, well, those are mine. And I could... I, I could be wrong, but I think comedians helped out a lot, too, with, like, black people being able to get off the you can't cook and, you know, you dance like a white person jokes because they bought it to comedy and it was accepted. But if you look at the white side, like a white person couldn't bring black stereotypes to comedy. I'm pretty sure they like a few have done it and probably done it well to where they, you know, they got away with it and there was no backlash. But for the most part, you couldn't really flip it and have a white comic doing the you know, oh, you black, you did, you know what I mean? Like, it just wouldn't come off the same. So I think that's why sometimes black people feel like they can make the white jokes 
and it's not mean spirited. But then if a white person did it, it feels like it's more mean spirited just because I don't think we have that foundation of, hey, man, comics been doing it for years and it's funny. Right. And, you know, well, audiences have laughed at the whole dance like a white guy, do the Carlton dance shit. You know what I mean? Like we've had comedians. Right. Do that. Well, honestly, I mean, and this is probably too serious. People don't want to get to it, but this Let's is what I got black guys for. I think it's all on this whole idea. And this, again, pushing too far is I think a lot of white people assume black people will go straight to violence. So they are scared of black people in a different way. That's why like they get, they call the cops, they fire at them at their doorstep there. There is an innate fear in black and white people for black people. I don't know why, but it does it exist? Obviously look at the fucking statistics or whatever. And then I do think when black people are like, if you say the N word, I'll attack you. And then they do. I think you, it does play into that weird white fear. Now I would say, well, white people don't do something to get you attacked and you'll be fine. But also that's not what the white people want to hear, right? They want to, and so like that also gets twisted into these weird, like, well, I'm not allowed to because they're going to hit me. Whereas in a white person in general, isn't going to attack a black person making fun of them in like always our imagination, right? Our stereotype thought of it all. So I think it does make, uh, you have to be like ballsy. Like there's this Asian comedian, Hans Kim that I love and he has this great uh, joke going around, went viral. And I think I've even said on this podcast before where he's like, I'm glad Black Panther came out. So the black people finally have a hero to look up to instead of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Harriet Tubman. And he okay. mentions like 40 fucking famous black people out right, that should be your heroes. All the heroes. And like, it's such a good <laughs> yeah. joke, but I don't think a white guy could have pulled it off. It took an Asian, right? And then even then people are kind of turning against him. But then later he says, something like, that's like saying you want Jackie Chan to show yeah. you how to drive or, you know, he does some Asians can't I, drive. I wonder joke. if it's like the one he's like, his dad was making fun of him. So yeah, black people love me. They calling you stupid. They're like, oh, he's, he's so stupid. Stupid. I think it's probably the same guy because he had a joke like that, and his dad was like, "I don't get it, son." Right? <laughs> he was like, "Black people love it. They call me stupid. It's stupid. It's like it's a good thing." And that like, could be Gary. Gary Owens is like the white guy who gets is like the black comedian at the moment. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he also is a big deal. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, he can usually he can usually get his shit off. Good. Right. Well, I saw him on a podcast recently and someone's like, but you say the N word. He's like, never. What are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know why people think like the white guys that are cool with black guys just yeah. say the, like the reason they're cool with he them is because they j- don't say <laughs> he it. He had a joke about it. He said, my kids can call me that all day. I can't say nothing back because they call their uncles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good joke. <laughs> I, sure. I think I've seen that one too. <laughs> shit. Um, all right. And this is Randall, but also related to monkeys. So the reason I want to bring up the whole black guy, white guy monkey talk was to get to this thing I saw yesterday on TikTok. Let's get it. Every monkey in South America is a descendant of African monkeys. So okay. there were no monkeys in South America before there, right? And so then your brain goes, well, okay, we used to all be Pangea, they said, right? One big continent. So they probably just walked Pangea. over there before the continent split. Mm-hmm. But actually, they said they look at the DNA, and these monkeys didn't get there until like however many thousands years ago when the, it was still split by a fucking lot of ocean. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the way these monkeys got there, and there's a long video about it, but I'll be quicker, is these monkeys jumped on rafts, not real rafts, but like, like a dead tree that happened to fall over and they happened mm-hmm. to get on it. And then, or like a piece of land broke off and they just had to be sitting on it. Anyway, monkeys came from Africa to South America on artifact on these rafts that just happened to be. And they said it wasn't like it just like, it probably felled a bunch. Probably many died over thousands of years. But at some point in time, enough made it to where they landed, made enough, evolved there or adapted because I don't think it's long enough to evolve. But they adapted their own traits, became their own little species of whatever. And then, uh, anyway, so all those, and they know this from like DNA testing. And I just think that shit's wild. And then they started talking about how all these 
other animals. That's also what happened with them. And then like four years ago, they watched these iguanas, these scientists, these iguanas accidentally, same thing, fell on this fucking bamboo shit. And then they fucking floated however many millions of miles over to a new island. And now they've been watching these iguanas adapt to this new island. I'm like, this shit's quite, I never thought about this. The animals <laughs> could jump on rafts and travel to different islands. But, uh, my, my mind yeah, is people do it. changed. All right, people do it, of course. <laughs> Little Elian G- Gonzalez, his ass. He's a Cuban refugee animal. <laughs> he kind of floated over there. <laughs> <laughs> they, all, they all want freedom. Yeah. yeah. This is great. <laughs> so anyway, it's where monkeys were on my mind. <laughs> monkeys on my mind. See, my little, my little, my kids call me monkey because I'm wild. Like, they say I'm just fucking all over the place. I'd be moving, just... I do shit and they say, "Hey, you're wild like a monkey." Right. <laughs> you're like, "What? You, what you like?" They give that look sometimes. She's out of nowhere. Hey, monkeys! What's up, baby? <laughs> well, monkeys are my favorite animal when I was a little kid. Like a lot of people's are chimps or whatever. And my grandpa called me a monkey because I ate bananas like crazy. It's like the only thing I would eat fruit wise, and I would just eat a lot of bananas. And so, is this your racist grandpa? Uh, no. I would say my one. In, <laughs> which one's racist? Hold on, what we're talking about. I would say my one in. In Colorado is a little more racist. That's what I was talking about. You say he's kind of racist guy. But yeah, he he's a Indian, little he Indian friend. Yeah, yeah, he's a little racist. This is Dude, the one, one. Uh, in, in my hometown about. who I would say he was a correctional officer. I would say he's not racist, but he did make a really funny racist joke one day to my friend Zach when he took us fishing. Anybody can do that. And he was like, we were 16 or so, Some and Zach didn't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving or Easter. Maybe Easter, I think, makes mm-hmm. more sense for fishing. And then he was inviting Zach. Well, couldn't our family Easter get together? And Zach goes, I don't know. He goes, well, we'll have fried chicken if it helps you. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. But it was funny as fuck. So uh, <laughs> and he was trying to invite him to a family get together. Like, you know, it was all positive. It just, hey, I'm, I'm telling you the food. You were like, I'm thanking you. Like, I don't know nothing about your culture. I'm just going off what people say. I don't know yeah. anything. <laughs> but I've talked to uh, black people who were prison, like in yeah. In the DOCs when he was our captain, he said he was a good guy. So I think he's not racist, but he has said some questionable things in front of me before. Mm-hmm. I will say. Um That's like I think yeah. that's ingrained. That's what they like. And that's just like that's just like with us, like with our age range and how we grew up, like people would probably say at certain points we're sexist or homophobic, just because certain things that we have or would make jokes about, but we don't mean anything by it. Like we just grew up saying certain shit so yeah. like i i give grace and give passes for certain times when especially older people it's like you know you you might have just grew up thinking it was okay to say that you may not you may not have no maliciousness or mean nothing mean by it yeah. like you got to sometimes step back and think you know you didn't really mean anything mean by that you just said it and it was kind of funny so you got <laughs> right for sure for sure uh I, this morning i've been going down this rabbit hole on tiktok of jiminy glick i'm sure neither one of y'all remember nope. jiminy glick Soko May. Um, Martin Short played this was that a character where he dressed up, right? Yeah, the fat guy. Exactly, exactly. So he uh, dr- okay. dressed up as a big fat guy, and then he interviewed people, and he's really mean. And basically, Zach Galifianakis redoes it later in two, between two ferns, but he was the kind of the first. And so I've been g- g- popping off all these videos of him interviewing people, and he's so mean, but he's so funny doing it, you know. And I was showing my wife some, and she was she was cracking up, laughing as well. But she goes, "Kids today would think this is so racist, like." But we find it so funny. And I'm like, I yeah. know it is funny. Like he he's doing Larry David and he goes, I see you're 25% Native American. And Larry David's not, but he was just trying to set up the joke. And he goes, what? And he goes, I think you would be Sue, you know, because you're a Jewish and Jewish people like to sue each other. And it was so <laughs> funny. And then I was like, people will think we're so racist. And I was like, no, it's so good. Like, and then 
Larry David gets all mad and he was like, are we trying to pretend your people don't like litigation? Like just the way he said it was so good. And uh, I just else. highly recommend Jiminy Glick clips if somehow you have never seen them. They're very, very funny. Um, very mean. No, I that sounds good. We're gonna check it out. Yeah, it was cool stuff. Um, I was like, all right, do you have any white guy, black guy thoughts, Soko? Before we play a song, or skinny? Either one of y'all got any racist thoughts going on? Racial thoughts, I should say. <laughs> no, ra- I can't say I got <laughs> racial thoughts. <laughs> I can't say I got any racist thoughts. Um, I, oh. I throw this out there just for myself. Like, like I run into situations a lot where it's like, could this be interpreted as racist? Eh, probably not. It's probably coming from a place of love and that's just how they are but like the church i go to is like predominantly older white people right like it's me and old white men and old white women and sometimes they just say shit and like you kind of look and you're like i don't think they meant that the way it sounded (laughs) like like the fried chicken thing i thought that was funny when you just said that like with your granddad but like whenever they're talking about like having food at the church and i said this is you know they talking to the whole church so it's not like they're talking to only me well, my family and a couple other black people that's there, but they'll be like, yeah, you know, we're going to eat at the church Sunday. Y'all come on, we're going to some good fried chicken. Like, they just like fried chicken. But if yeah, you're right. somebody, like, for example, somebody black who'd never been there before came and they was like, yeah, come on. And, you know, you should come back too next Sunday. We're going to have fried chicken. They probably take that wrong. Right. Because they'd be like, you only saying it because I'm black. But no, they just like, fried chicken's fucking good. Right. <laughs> like, people like Honestly, fried chicken. I know I've mentioned this a lot, but uh, there is a... That goes with it guy in college that I knew named Top. He didn't go to college, but Skinny knows him as well. And he's mm-hmm. the one that my grandpa actually knew in the correctional RIP? facility or whatever. R.I.P. Top. Um, but he always called me an N.I.D. because it'd be things like, I love fried chicken. I love watermelon. I love orange soda. And he'd be like, bro. And so, like, I love the fact I have no pressure on me. If I go and get fried chicken, I'm not like they're judging me for eating fried chicken, which I think if you're black, you at least some people would have this thought of like, I, I guarantee you there's black people that don't eat fried chicken because like I won't be part of the stereotype. And I'm like, fried chicken's delicious. I just eat food. Man, food is food to me. Like, I don't even think about that at all. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't. But I mean, I just think <laughs> or, I'm sure there's or certain because it's bad for your heart and and sometimes your guts. <laughs> right. <laughs> like some people just don't eat it because it don't sit well with them. Right. That's <laughs> like true fried that. foods. That's and the funny part. It's like much. nobody has to like it. <laughs> Right. Well, it is interesting. You get older, you understand like shit. Like, oh, I don't even feel right after you know. So it's like, oh, dude. Like, after <laughs> I read that story about how uh, it correlates how much oil we just use in our food in general now versus we used to, and how it actually correlates with the weight gain. I've tried to knock out some oil out of my shit, and it, you feel way worse when you have like fried shit or something with a bunch yeah. of oil in it. Oh yeah. So I do think there is a no doubt. something no there. Doubt. You feel sluggish. Yeah. Yeah, and then black sure. people have been cooking predominantly fried food for like, like that's most soul food a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So that, and it makes sense because black people have heart problems yeah. earlier. In life. I mean, uh, like it all just adds family, up. They it all adds up. Yeah, it does. It, it makes perfect sense. That's what I work out. Okay. Stay alive. Dude, I need to, I'm getting close to my breaking point where I need to start working out, but uh, we'll see. We'll see when that happens. Do something simple. I need, man. I need to say this too, before we get to another song or topic speaking, because this relates to heart issues. Yeah, man. And the rest in peace, y'all. Shout it out for y'all, homie. But Bray Wyatt, WWE superstar, mm-hmm. he died at age 36 from heart complications that, from what I've heard anyway, stemmed from him having COVID and then it fucked with his heart. And then he just, he ended up dying. But anytime somebody dies who's anywhere near my age, especially natural causes, yeah. causes like somebody gets shot or gets killed or like dies in a car crash, it don't hit me as hard because it's like, damn, you know. Right. 
I, I don't speed, you know, I won't have that happen or I don't get shot. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. Like, it don't bother me as much as, you know, somebody my age dying of fucking heart failure. It's like, God damn, like, mm-hmm. I lived through COVID too, you know, is my heart gonna fuck with me? Like, right. so shit like that is scary. Plus, I'm a WWE fan, so that, that hit me a little harder than say like an older wrestler dying. Like, Bob Barker died. I was like, you know what? Rest in peace, but he was fucking 99. Right. You know? he lived his life like Betty White. He had a great life, Bob. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Yeah, Betty White. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Terry Funk, he a wrestler that oh, died. Yeah, he was damn. old. But I'm like, man, 36. I thought he would be. I, I thought he was like, way older. That's me. He was like, didn't they say 77? <laughs> yeah, I remember Terry Funk being kind of a no offense, just not cool when I watched wrestling. Like, he was kind of like a loser character, but I, like a dirtbag. <laughs> people seem to like him. No, nah, he wasn't. He, he was definitely better in his day than he was in our day. Gotcha. And then, yeah, I've actually never seen the other guy who died. I, I mean, he's my age, so I've just don't watch wrestling as an adult, and I just I had no idea who he was. Um, but I have always found it interesting. There was this era of just like fat guys mm-hmm. where it's like you didn't because when we grew up, it was like the old guys with bodybuilding. The bodybuilding body was kind of what you looked for. Like there was the Vaders and a couple fat guys, but a Bam Bam Bigelow, if you will. But yeah. there wasn't like stars that were fat. Yokozuna. And then there was like, I guess <laughs> Yokozuna was a star and he was big. But yeah, just I've noticed there's a lot of bigger guys like that where they're not athletic in the way we think of athletic looking, you know. But I'm sure they are, of Rakushi course. Over <laughs> yeah, Rakushi was great. <laughs> Putting on sunglasses. Yeah, not a lot of buffness. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of that, because I can kind of tell this in, I've had a uh, weird shit with my foot again. Now, I've explained this for two fucking years, but I'm going to, you know, everyone the update. But I think it's rather tied to me falling off a ladder or the COVID vaccine or me getting COVID. One of those three things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the timelines or weird. Both. Or, all, or all of them, right? So, um, the, almost two years ago now, close to two years ago, I was putting an antenna outside my house and I fell off a ladder, landed on my right foot. A shockwave went up my whole body, felt weird, but nothing hurt. But I felt like this weird, like energy wave up my mm-hmm. body and shit all out through my um, limbs. A DMT trip. And uh, I was like, when I came in, I bragged my wife, like, I fell off a ladder, didn't fucking hurt. I felt the energy through my body. I was like all fucking hopped up right on adrenaline and shit. <laughs> and, um, and then, so that was probably November, to be honest, of like 2021, maybe, or some shit, right? And yeah. then, uh, and I hope I have my shit right. And then I would say, when did the vaccine for COVID come out? Like February of 2022 uh, is where my brain's saying, but I'm I sure got, it was way see, longer. I got, it, I got it before, dude. I got it mine in December. Yeah, I have before it officially before, came out. Yeah, I feel like my, I feel like I got mine over the summer. They shit. Right. Well, I got my, I remember you got yours right before me, though. I do remember that. You yeah, got yours in the it. winter. I think, I felt like mine was in February because it was, there was a snow day and they were like, go get your thing today before the snow hits. And I remember, so I feel like it was February. But anyway, okay. so I get this vaccine in February. I wouldn't have got it if I knew what I knew now, right? I'm not all these people that are diehards. I'm like, I'm so stupid. Right. I just, at Same the time, you. they told us it would actually stop you from getting COVID. Because they told you it was a real vaccine, not this whole, it's a booster shot. When I got it, they were lying, of course. I feel like an idiot. So I get it. Um, everything's fine. I'm, you know, it's whatever. It goes mm-hmm. fine. I get those. And then, uh, like, let's see, that was, I'd say it's February. I'd say by March, I get COVID. Mm-hmm. And then I get it pretty, but could be my wife gets it as well. She loses her taste for like a few months, but I get like just a super flu for like 36 hours or something, right? And then I get over it and I'm fine. And then, and now I'd say like end of February, I had to get that sick or whatever. Anyway, because March, when I saw Pow Wow for spring break, is when I first started telling my fingers were going numb. And I, I was like, that. I was like, man, my fingers are starting to go numb and my feet a little bit. And that was spring break of March. So I know that was when that was, right? And then, of, and then so then I'm like, ah, oh, this is crazy. That was last year. And then I 
June, July is when it got the worst. I went on vacation with my wife and I couldn't even walk anywhere. I was like, I needed a walker and cane, but I didn't have one. I could just barely move. My body's moving so slow and it was all fucked. I went to the doctor. They ran tests. They found out I had a single digit vitamin D level, like a six, and it should be in like a thousands. And so I started taking vitamin D, but really all my issues when you looked it up was from vitamin B deficiency. So I started taking vitamin B as well. Eventually I started getting better. I could walk again and all that shit, right? So in the middle of my foot, underneath my second toe on my right foot, uh, it's been numb. This whole like area has just been numb. So I've always been saying it's because I thought that ladder must have blown out my nerve or something. But also it started feeling better when I got more vitamins in me. So I just didn't know which one was going on. Um, but a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I told my wife, like, it is driving me nuts. It feels like it's stuck on fire. Like, like shit's shooting off in it, right? Like, it's like going crazy. I got to just like kick it and move it. And it's just like shit's just firing off inside that numb area. Like my nerves coming back alive or whatever. And it was really annoying, but also like promising. I was like, fuck yeah, at least I can feel shit again, even if it is annoying as fuck and painful. And so it was really, really sucked. And then last week, I walk all day, don't think anything of it. I'm like, man, my foot hurts. I walked with my second toe curled underneath my foot because it's normally like a numb, weird thing. And then also like put weird pressure on my foot to where I had these huge blisters on the end of my toe and on my foot. And I was like, motherfucker, this is crazy. I tried not to pop because you're not supposed to pop blisters. They just kept getting bigger and bigger. And to my, to my like non-doctor brain, what has happened is those nerves have now picked back up. They haven't been active for almost two years or a year and a half, whatever. And now everything's turning into blisters because it's like they haven't been touched in years, even though they have been. Right. And then, so like it's causing <laughs> these crazy blisters. And I popped them the other day. It helped. And then it hurt more afterwards. And then I got another blister that I popped yesterday because it was too fucking huge. So anyway... I feel like my foot's getting, I'm walking in my normal stride again. Mm -hmm. Like it's been a long time since I walked normally and I'm walking normal and I'm like, so that's good. But I'm in a lot of pain because of these blisters and my fucking nerve right. kicking back on. So feet. <laughs> the reason I brought that up is because when I was also going through the vitamin B thing, they said I had a heart fluttering as, as well right. at the time. And they were like, that was the thing they were worried about the most. So my COVID knocked my vitamins down. My heart was fluttering. They were like, holy fuck, you're gonna have a heart attack. You need to get on vitamins. So maybe that is what happened to this guy. He just, his vitamins might've got low and your heart fucking fails. I never knew that vitamin would do that. Like, yeah, I looked up that time, like basically what every vitamin did. So like vitamin B, for instance, I took a B complex, but there's different types. There's like B2, B5, B12. Yeah, no, I heard about the B2. And B12 is the one that was related to all your nervous system shit. And so I just started taking a bunch of B12 and then it got better. Mm, okay. Fucking science, man. Science. Anatomy, man. That anatomy shit is crazy. Yeah, so... But still feels a little weird. I, do, I, I worry about that sometimes. I think I am on the mend a little bit. I think I'm getting close to being back. So that's why I say I think I could start working back, out. Maybe once my foot gets a little bit better, start I probably out snappy. could be fine. <laughs> I, I'm thing. not the athlete Snappy <laughs> is. I don't think I can keep up with him. So I would go probably a, a lower class, of course. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I, I know my limits. You, no, know? you come hang out with the black people, work out with them. Yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my area. We've got towels wrapped around our necks and shit <laughs> over here. Gotta get those reps in. Get those reps in. All right, let's play a song here. Um, it's gonna be the last song that's not me or Soko. Um, right. <laughs> it's gonna be from an artist that goes by the name of Kev. What up, Kev? Now, he had a longer name in his email, but I believe the artist's name is just Kev. So I'm going to leave it at that until he lets me know it's different. Um, and the name of the song is Daydream. Ooh, daydreaming, daydrinking.
we're shooting stars Doesn't matter in past, it's just who we are But it's crazy how we're older now Daydreaming, good vibes, good vibes. Keep it rocking. Daydreaming. It sounded like I had like a vinyl crackly feel on my end. I don't know if that was just me. Yeah, but, sure did. Yeah, sounded kind of vinyly, vinylish. Yeah, I mean, I think the the mix could have been better, could have been mastered in some way. Just looking at the file from the side, you know, there's certain things you notice about an audio file when uh you make them or whatever but it do, i do like the vibes it's good you're right uh, it's about the minimalistic feel you know it reminds me of that, that like that's like oh shit pour me a cup of coffee song that's really popular mm-hmm. you know um okay that song about that kid that's gonna die or something i don't know if it's mm-hmm. real but you know it's a good song 27 clip Trump. very acoustic very cool um all right but yeah we like all the music out there um now soko we mentioned a little bit earlier your music now i do know because i thought about this after i sent you the soko mo experience gonna keep teasing that um folder is you actually have three other group projects not including uh the abc's project which is like you're done with at the moment but you have something playing with brad i believe and then you had something planned with CJ, and then also now something with me. So and maybe with Sir Nasty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you really are just stacking up the projects you're working on. This is true. This is true. And I even uh, 
I put together a little something I'm probably gonna put out in October. <clears throat> it's a compilation, just different shit I got with me, H2, or me and Brad, or all three of us. Just different shit we've done along the way that I re-recorded, and I'm probably gonna put out a little So Connections. Nice. Little six song, five song project in October that just features all three of us. Uh, just because I honestly I didn't have anything else to do with the songs. I didn't want to release them as singles. And I was like, man, they all happen to have either me and H2, me and Brass X, or all three of us on them. And I know they got, you know, the intersections thing going and they got a new one coming out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the SoCo. I'm going to just call it SoCo Nections. And it'll just be, you know, just a little five, six track drop. Similar to how Garage Rap is going to be when it comes out. Uh, it's just a little six song of uh, redos with that garage rap, but with them being redone with the new interface and the new mic, it sounds like a totally different project to me anyway. So right. I'm looking forward to that coming out and re coming out. This it's been so long since the other one. Anyway, I don't think anybody other than us <laughs> really knows, you know, what those songs were. They're not on platform. So I think it's going to be cool when that comes out. Yeah. And, and, and I also got the name and, Possibly a release date for the next album of A to the Mo Beats, which would be all, you know, mostly new songs uh, other than what was on SoCo Talk. But I think I'm going to call it Socology. And okay. if it doesn't yeah. release this year, I'm going to go for, uh, I'm probably going to go for either January or February next year. Something about releasing late in the year, I always end up regretting it. Like I'll put something out in December. And as soon as that year changes and all of a sudden it says 23, but the year is 24, it feels extra old yeah. when I share it. So the closer to the end of the year it gets, I think I'm going to just, I'm going to be patient and just let the full project come out in 24. Just so the whole year, it'll be a whole, you know, a whole new year project. Makes sense. Right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that. I'm taking all of October off because I just know all my friends, y'all are all putting out stuff. That Friday 13th. <laughs> so I'm taking October show. off completely <laughs> of that, uh, putting out group project uh, for either the first or second week of November. I want to do the first friday of november but then again i also put out patreon episodes that day so i know this is so stupid because there's only like two or three of y'all that even will make this decision but i'm like i don't want to make people have to decide between listening to the new album or listening to the new patreon episode so uh i don't i might do the second friday which i get so real fans would do both but um, real fans will do both, man. That's true. That's true. But yes, as soon as December hits, it's all Christmas songs and no one listens. And then, yeah, when it switches over, people look and they go, well, because it doesn't say the month of when it came out. So it just shows the release came out whatever year. And you think, no, it just shows 22. About, yeah, that's last year's old music. Yeah, I get it. I get it, man. Um, all yeah. right. I have a really short list. That's why I hate. Like, I always want to release them on my birthday, but I never do because my birthday is in December. And it's like, if I do it, it's going to feel old. It's like less than a month. Right. I've lucked out with a January birthday on that Dude, one. I'm December as well. <laughs> um, they yes, say people man. that are born in December. That's what's up. Right here. Which is weird. Um, all right. We have, I have a God willing. I hope that's true. list here uh, <laughs> of TV talk. So we're going to play the old SoCo TV jingle and then we'll I'll get into it. And if you have anything, of course, we'll bring it up. Let's do it. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking I'm going to do this segment where I'm going to tell you what I'm watching. And if you like it, you can watch it. 
Maybe we can call it. So what's good? What's good? I'ma tell you what I'm watching. What's good? What's good? And if you like it, you can watch it. What's good? What's good? I'm all about my entertainment. I'ma tell you what I'm watching. If you like it, press play. What's good? What's good? Yeah. <laughs> What's you good? A, you need to make a track with that. So what's good? Yeah. yeah See, we have. Track. They need to make that longer. I was like, give me some more. Keep on going. Right. So exactly. <laughs> we have this idea of making white guy, black guy into a song. And then I do feel like I got to go back in the file and make that into a full beat. Yeah. We have to make it all TV related or something, but it'll be so hard because I'm not that type of writer, but I would, I could try. So my, I like the concept. I just have to have a list in front of me of like TV shows. And then just right from there. I, I couldn't do it out my head. Right. Well, I just would want them to be like special to me. I wouldn't want to cop out by saying like NYPD Blue. And I'm like, but I don't watch NYPD Blue. You know, like yeah, I would get, I I get hung up on stupid shit like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, like blue and t-shirts. Like, would name me one of your favorite songs. Oh, you don't know? Get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like that. I wouldn't like, for instance, I mentioned Mario earlier before Soko called in. And I find it hard to wear Mario shirts because I'm like, well, I'm not that big of a Mario fan. You know, like, I just feel like you have to earn it to wear the merch for some reason. Yeah, I feel you. I'm all about that shit. Um, all right. So TV time. I think people feel like they're video game fans. That's enough to wear like a Mario shirt. Right. I feel like they're a fan of video game culture somehow. That, But I, I feel you like I'm not. Even if I'm into video games, I'm not that in Mario where I feel like I'm going to wear that merch. I'm not perpetrating. I, I complimented this kid's t-shirt the other day because it was a Kirby t-shirt. It was just cool. And he goes, I got it at Walmart. And I was like, I mean, that is cool, but I would never get it because I don't know Kirby that well. <laughs> I, just thought it, I just thought the shirt was cool. Right. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> about the vacuum cleaner? Well, yeah, Kirby is a sucks. Thing, so. <laughs> that makes sense. I know that Kirby, little pink guy. Hey, yeah, actually, yeah, he does that too. <laughs> um, Gives it hell blowjobs, tell you that. Um, all right, the first thing I really want to talk about on the TV talk is I finally canceled Netflix. So oh, shit. it's been canceled right. officially. Cut the imaginary cord. Yes, it's been canceled officially seven days from the time we're recording this. It'll be like three weeks by the time y'all hear it. And um, my wife, of course, is all against it, but I just was like, listen, I'm canceling this shit. I don't give a fuck. We don't watch it. I had to get real fucking. Either. You know, I was like, <laughs> All their shits. I mean, I watch stand up specials and that's it. That's all I watch. And then I was like, listen, we come, some little come out like Stranger Things next season when the Strider strikes over, whatever. We'll get it back then and we'll watch it. But I don't, there's no need. We've had it. I had it for 145 months straight. I had it since before they even had streaming when they fucking mailed you fucking DVDs. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I just don't think it's worth it. We, I used to Hell watch yeah. The Office every night, but it's like there's not even fun shit to just go to sleep to anymore. Like it all sucks. And uh, I watched some of their reality shows, but most of them aren't good. That's all they put money into these days, it seems. So anyway, I'm just was over Netflix. I have all the other things, so I canceled it. I'm pre feeling pretty good about it, especially because it got so expensive. You know, you think of it, it was like, oh, it's like what, ten bucks? No, it was it's like twenty bucks almost, like twenty dollars. What the fuck are you talking about? Twenty something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, they got up there. Did that, um, felt good. I've been just watching HBO, of course. Now, the Max, I got to complain about the Max platform. Now, I always love it. It is my, I say I'm the biggest fanboy. I love it. That motherfucker cannot know that you've watched an episode. So, like, you finish the episode, and no matter what, it thinks you have two minutes left of the episode you just watched. So, every time you go back to watch, it's always the last two minutes of the previous episode. And it gets so annoying. I don't, I'm like, how have y'all not fixed this yet? It feels like this is something y'all should have fixed so long ago. But uh, it's really getting on my wife's nerves, so therefore it makes me annoyed because I have to hear about the complaints. 
So get it together, fucking HBO. Now, hear me out. Hear me out on that Max thing. All right, check this out, Mo. What if they think they're being innovative and they think they're helping you by letting you watch the last two minutes of the last episode before you watch the new one so that you remember what you watched last and you know what you're getting into? Like, what if they think they're innovating if, streaming and it's not really a fuck up? Like, like, what if they're doing it on purpose? Well, right now I'm watching, for instance, so I was going to talk about it here in a second, so we'll talk about now Winning Time. And I watched the brand right. new episode. Right, that comes out Sunday, so I watch it Monday when we watch din- eat dinner or whatever. And then, uh, as soon as I get done with it and go back to the homepage, it says watch new episode. Two minutes left, and I'm like, I just watched that episode. What the fuck are we doing? Just know it's done. But no, it still thinks I have two minutes left of that episode I just watched, and it makes me so angry. And there isn't a next episode yet, so it's not like it's because they're I'm watching the next one. You know, it's just because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> so anyway, I gotta hate on Max for that, but. <laughs> Winning time is amazing. Star Everyone Max. should be watching it if you have HBO or Max. Um, it is the story of Magic Johnson, basically. Still got it on my list. Um, and it's just very, very good. The writer of the book is going on Twitter begging people to watch it so they don't cancel it. I agree. I would love people. I do want it to go on for multiple reasons. I mean, I like the show, but also it opens the door to more sports shows. Like some sort of like story based around 80 sports is cool as fuck. Yeah. Like real life stories and shit. Like if this is successful, then we might get the Wayne Gretzky version or the, Ooh, you know, Mike Wayne Tyson Gretzky. version or whatever, you know, like you could just think of, there's a lot of possibilities if this works out. So, um, I think it's very good. Um, now I will say I love John C. Riley, but his parts are the worst, like, or in the new season anyway, the second season, like, I don't care about him looking for love or what. Like, we're here to watch Magic Johnson and the Lakers fucking dominate. Yeah, <laughs> try to play basketball or whatever. Also, still, like I said this last year, I don't like the way they portray Larry Bird. I feel like he's too scrawny. Larry Bird wasn't scrawny, I don't think. I mean, I feel like he had a little width to it. No, he was kind of a dad bod kind of guy, wasn't he? Right, yeah. But I feel like I remember him having kind of a dad bod with long arms. Yeah, telling them brawls and he's like throwing them, like it looks so slow motion, but he's just going. I was like, what the hell? Down there banging though. Like, I love that shit. But love the them. second season, they get a little bit more into his backstory, which is cool because I think Larry, you can't tell Magic Johnson's story without Larry Bird, right? It's like they go together. They both were like these opposite stars. Opposite. They played each other in college, and they came to the NBA. Had this rivalry between their teams and meeting all these finals. It's very cool. And I mentioned this last week uh, with Skinny as well, but. Everyone just forgets how awesome Magic Johnson was. Since the last time I said that three days ago when we recorded, everyone else has now come to Magic Johnson's defense. They're like, look at the fucking trophy collection. Like, Magic Johnson was a beast. It just is a different time we don't really remember. So, right. anyway, the show's See? great. Um, highly recommend Winning Time. And then again, HBO show. And no the other show we've been that watching, which is a HBO show my wife has been watching, which is The Nanny. So, The Nanny is a 1994. Okay. Classic, yes, with Fran Drescher. Yep, Fran Drescher. I hate her voice. Fran Drescher, yeah. I remember being on Lifetime. Yeah, as skinny. Like, as like reruns. <laughs> I'll be honest, watching it now, it's not near as bad. I think we all remember people making fun of it. And we remember people doing versions of it on cartoons or whatever. It's not as bad. It really, like, when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, it doesn't drive me nuts. But also, maybe it's, I just think she's attractive. So I'm like, we let it go. No. We'll let it go. Oh, my God. Um, but... It's not yeah, my, my mom show. was real into that show. Yeah. My mama too. <laughs> and I, I think I too was very attracted to her too. Yeah. Like it was she gave me like she was like a, a brunette Peg Bundy. 
Like I like Peg Bundy a lot too when I was younger. Right. Yeah. Something about okay. the, the older white women with big hair and big butts. Like it did it for me. Of course, of course. Uh so yeah, very good. We're on sec- the second season, so it's still pretty early on. Um, but it's like our random she just throws it on. We have nothing else to watch sort of show. Uh we normally do a lot of like old shows like that. And then, like I said, I think it does hold up. Now it's one of those ones where they took out the laugh track. It would be weird as fuck because, you know, the laugh track kind of supports all the jokes mm-hmm. that aren't really that funny. But that is the way that style works. You know, I mean, it's yeah. still enjoyable or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, I don't per- I don't really like any of the kids. There's like three kid characters yeah. and they're all kind of annoying. But maybe the, the oldest girl, the oldest girl real the little annoying little girl, the little girl my wife doesn't like. And the little boy, I think, is annoying. But he's grown on me over. The- he's funny. He's gotten funnier as we've gone on, I guess. This shit. So but uh did it. <laughs> I remember that's good. What isn't there like a bitchy, like a bitchy blonde who's yeah. like the guy's assistant so, or something? Right, basically. Oh, I feel like I always liked her. Basically, yeah, basically the whole issue or premise of the show. <clears throat> Mom has died. They've hired this Jewish woman, Fran Drescher's character as the nanny, to come and be their nanny. Again, no mom. The business partner of the dad is the blonde woman who is in love with the dad once wants yeah. any attention from him but the dad doesn't look at her at all and then the dad also so far has not looked at the nanny but there's lots of weird sexual energy between them you know and the best character is the butler niles who always is making funny sexual jokes and stuff and you're like oh this dude easily steals the show but i just never watched it growing up you know and so it's all new to me and uh it's not the worst thing i've ever watched i'll say as far as reruns go. it's like rerun television you know yep. you're still in that old shit um, I'm trying to get my wife to watch Bernie Mac show, which I mean, she would, of course, I just need to put it on, but I was showing her, um, Bernie Mac show, hell yeah. old Bernie Mac stand up earlier today. It came on TikTok, and I was like, Oh, you got to watch Bernie Mac. He's one of my favorites. And so uh, it was his one of like, I ain't trying to fuck all night. You need 45 minutes to come. Bitch, give you three minutes. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. Well, I like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize he basically invented the I got mine. I mean, that's in yeah, that skit. He says, right. I got mine. Like, that's where people Jeez. have been saying it since. And I've like, been knocked out yeah. in the first round. <laughs> shit. Exactly. In under two minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the like. Uh, so anyway, shout no, out Bernie Mac. It's on Amazon Prime. So I've been trying to That's watch scary. other things, you know. So I need to get to Bernie Mac. I tried Martin on Max, but it's just too old. I can't. I can't do it for some reason. But shit, it's Martin same. It, it's the same age as the nanny. So I probably could. Just the first two episodes weren't that good when I watched oh, it. Oh yeah, you're talking about the series. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the series, like, not a stand up. Um, and I was like, I loved this when I was a kid, but I don't know if I can go back and watch it now. Have you been watching anything? So I gotta say this. I want to say this about the nanny too, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Very underrated uh, theme song. Like, oh yeah, that nanny theme song kind of goes hard. My wife has spent the last few weeks trying to memorize it. She refused to look up the lyrics because it is difficult. Like she gets real fast. The lady's singing it, and she finally figured out yeah, one it's word. Like the Bone Thugs of like, <laughs> yeah. TV show thing. And she finally figured out one of the words that was tripping her up. And so then she got all excited. And every time it comes on, she tries to sing along to it. Um, and it's weird fucking singing. It's not rap, but it's it's like weird fast singing. It's awkward to explain. But yeah, look up the uh the fucking nanny theme song. 
It's got a good little. It's cool too. It's animated. It's got a little cartoon with it. Yeah, this shit goes in. They're all walking around doing shit. Like, do, do, do. Back when the intros were intros, they made and their ass look even bigger. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you got well, that, That's also what's fun about that time period. That is ass. her ass is not big at all, but for that time period. It was right. It's kind of yeah. like they were showing like Fifty Cent's yep. Twenty One. Yeah, well, Twenty One Questions on a Fifty Cent video. He's talked about that girl has a fat ass, and you look at it and they're like, if you remember that video, people's like, oh, that girl had such a fat ass. But now you're like, it's normal because it's gotten so like yeah. crazy. It's so crazy now. Oh, like gosh, you see baby. people with a uh, very like I've. Uh, I mean, this is probably way too inappropriate. I remember one of my. I have a college professor who's still a family on Facebook and their daughter is like a senior in college. Right. And it's like, no one looked like that when I was in college. Like she looked like she had a BBL, but it's just not, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, it is weird how people like they morph. It's like whatever becomes popular, people just morphed into it. Right. Like they figured out how to make it happen. Kids are fucking tall as fuck. What the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. They're all getting their vegetables getting all tall, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this works. So Soko, you've been watching any TV shows? Honestly, not too much. Uh, I did finally start back on a uh, season two of the Wonder Years, the 2023 or 2022 show. Black Wonder uh, Years is what I call it. Reboot, because yeah, the Black Wonder Years, <laughs> <laughs> for lack of better call. But uh, at first, I was like, ah, I don't know, maybe this isn't as good. But once I got to episode two, I was like, okay, I, I see why I liked it, and I got back into it. Uh, it stars, God, man, I never remember his acting name, but Gus from Psych. Actor's name is Dulay something, but uh, I like him. So he he always brings the show back around when I'm I'm thinking I may not like it. Usually he'll do a scene they'll put me right back in. So I've been watching that. Started that up. Uh, speaking of uh, who's the Jim D. Glick guy? What's his real name? Is it uh, Martin Short? Yeah, Martin Short. Martin Short. Yeah, he's got a show with uh Steve Martin and I think Selena Gomez called only murders in the building they on season three of that on hulu i don't watch the first two seasons so i gotta get that started back up but uh, i like that too that was a real funny show that i was into yeah so i'm gonna check that out again i've thought about watching it tv i just i don't really like steve martin that much which i know most people a lot of people love him uh he's never my thing but i've heard that show's really good yeah i think if you give it a shot like it's not it's not a comedy kind like it's not Big Bang Theory, like straight comedy, but it's got funny moments and it's also got plot and story to it. Hard to describe for me, but if, if you watched it, you you'd probably get what genre it is pretty quick. Right. Yeah, I'm sure my wife would like it. It seems like something she'd be into. Which is half the battle, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, knowing it's half the battle. G.I. Joe. Right. Skinny, are you watching TV shows these days? I haven't, man. It's too hot to even fucking watch TV. What too hot? Well, then everything's going right now because. Oh, your kids! I do all sports and shit. Yeah, I'm I'm just all over the fucking place, man. Like, dude, (laughs) they ain't got time to do anything really like that. Sit down. The time I sat down, like, oh, I feel relaxed. Like, they'll fucking fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you be falling asleep for sure. That life too. I would say also someone never talk about on TV talk, but YouTube has become a pretty big part of my yeah. TV watching. Yeah, that's what I say. Like I, used, I watch a lot of YouTube. I don't. Yeah, I used to not watch much of it. I'd watch like a music video or some a tutorial mm-hmm. or something. But I have gotten to where I, I know I'm interested all the time. But I watch your mom's house every probably third. It come out on Wednesdays. I think we normally watch them on Thursdays. Right. Uh, and then that's Tom Segura and Christina P. And I've just gotten a habit for about over a year now. I've watched it every week, mm-hmm. so it's just a thing we watch. And then Kill Tony, which is a stand-up special uh, show, 
where they have like these amateur dudes come up and do fucking one minute stand up. I've gotten really into that. Yeah, I do chocolate Sundays and shit. Okay, yeah, I don't know what that. Is. I'm sure it's something similar. Yeah, it's stand up too. Like yeah. they do their shit. Like they only got so many, so much time to get there, trying to get hit, get their shit off. Right. I know. I think basically roast battle and kill Tony started at the same time, and then since then there's been more that have yeah kind of popped up. Um, but yeah, I like finding things like that. And then these are all just video pod. There's a lot of video podcasts I watch. Like we might be drunk and shit like that. And mm-hmm. so, uh, I need to find more like YouTube shows. Like, like hearing my rappers and shit doing their documentaries or doing like they do like Wiz, like he does a, does a day-to-day tour shit, like over the time, like this, this, the uh, where he's been at in this time frame and shit. Right. What he's on doing? that forever. I remember Mac Miller used to do those and then I think that led to Wiz doing it. Cause they were, Wiz was in Mac Miller's back right. in the day. Um, back when Matt Miller trying to blow up. So it's like the vlog era for sure. I also watch a lot of like random video game shit, like the history of how this game was made. Right. And it's like these Japanese men locked themselves in a hotel room for nine months and made the greatest game ever made. You're like, oh, awesome. Uh, now it takes like 10 years and billions of dollars. And you're like, man, these Japanese dudes were killing it back in the day, bro. Right. And drawn it all by hand. So yeah, I get into some of that dumb shit. Or I got in this one that's where this guy, niche, like I get in like about shoe shit. That's my niche. I be watching weird shit about shoes. Like what the fuck? Why are you watching? Hey, I love this. Shit. Right, like those guys <laughs> clean up the old shoes or whatever. Yeah, re- I do restore that them. Shit, like, yeah, yeah. I got in this one where this guy bought a him and some people bought a ghost town in west or in eastern California. It was like an old silver mining town, but everyone yeah. left. And then he just every episode is like thirty minutes of him just going into caves and random old houses and. I watch way too much of this shit where I'm like, it gets me. It's Especially boring, but it's interesting. You know, it's ben like a weird hobby. Lost out. Oh shit. Now some shit I will not watch are those fucking cave diving ones. Those people are like in those little fucking tight spots mm-hmm. and they're just barely inching along trying to get themselves stuck. And I'm like, oh my God, I wanna I'm not even claustrophobic until I watch those. And all of a sudden I am claustrophobic. I'm like, no. Wait, I don't even like seeing. Go. I don't even like seeing that I shit in movies. Like when I see that in movies, it freaks me out. So I, I couldn't imagine watching like <laughs> a yeah. real life, like not controlled <laughs> environment of it happening. Like that shit is so <laughs> yeah, panic attack, man. Well, your idea is like, I wonder if they got this off the guy's dead body and uploaded, or if he makes it. You know, like that's the only thing you're thinking the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it, thing, another thing I love about TikTok is they just showed me a clip from the movie Vertical Limit. Which was a similar thing you mentioned there, but it was like them climbing a fucking mountain, you know, right. and then like someone's anchor snaps and they're all about to fall off. And then you're like, oh my God, I can't. <laughs> yeah. So I used to be in the thriller movies. I don't, I like my slow dialogue now, please. We don't need all that. Fucking give me a heart attack. Shit. Yeah, man. We surviving COVID and fucking vaccines. Our hearts are all weak. Get that shit out of here. Exactly. <laughs> they, it's hard in the, the cells or something. That's what they say. Yeah. Um, all right, man, let's play your song here. You know, we got your song on the list. Uh, you mentioned you uh, got inspired. You did some garage rap remakes. And uh, so we're going garage rap intro. This has been one of my favorite. Now, I really like garage rap in general as far as all the beats. And I've been going back through and listening to some of them, uh, you know, because I was trying to name. I was trying to find so happy because I was like, surely I can find it off this. But I just couldn't. But I listened to all the old beats. I was like, oh yeah, these beats are fucking great. So I was excited Fire. to hear what you send. And then uh, you sent a few over. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I think this is turning out great. So I feel like we'll have these for the next however many weeks. I mean, you sent like a million of them. Um, so for the foreseeable future, we should have SoCo music. 
yeah, we went a while without it. So I was like, I got to make up for that. I can't keep listening to these episodes and not hearing my own damn name. Fucking vain like that. Right. Yeah, it, that is some horseshit. I agree. When you'll also be on the group album, so you'll you'll be on there many ways in the future. Uh, once that all drops. But yeah, we're going Garage Rap Intro by Southern Comfort. Going to be coming to streaming services soon or already. I'm not really sure, but y'all be on the lookout. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go. My flow go. My flow go. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go. My flow go. My flow go. Mike bad, mix bad, but my flow go. My flow go. My flow go. Mike sucks, mix up, but my flow go. It must be so cold, it must be so cold This is my introduction, Mo got the beat jumping I got my people waiting, perfect producers hate it They say my level's off, they say my treble's rough They say my mic sucks, and I say so what? I'm rapping for me, I'm rapping for Christ I love the streets, but not more than my life yeah, I love these beats, but not more than my piece. Sure, it could sound better, but who listens to me? Some internet friends, a couple thousand strangers. Don't get me wrong, I'm thankful. I do the best I can do. My biggest fan is me. It's good enough for me. And if it ain't for you, well, then it ain't for you. This is my introduction. Mo got the Jumping. I got my people waiting. Perfect producers hate it. They say my level's off. They say my treble's rough. They say my mic sucks. And I say, so what? Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go. My flow go. My flow go. Mic bad, mix bad, but my flow go. My flow go. My flow go, mic sucks, mix up, but my flow go, my flow go, my flow go, mic sucks, mix up, but my flow go, it must be so cold, it must be so cold, this is my intro, this instrumental is brought to you by A to the Mo, so I guess I must be so cold. He rap good, but he so-so When it come to mixing vocals That's what they say about me As though it makes a difference I cop a squat and then clean up Using your opinions Ugh. I'm as nasty as my comrade Always talking graveyard Like I'm the walking dead You in that chalk instead Just like this beat is Mo mad at me they don't release this At least let me try To make it sound better This that garage rap It don't get no better That dirty south metal Meets that horror movie Alright Yeah, 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 yeah I think my copy is fucked and didn't have the last part So Soko, you might need to send me The full version Or something didn't download right <laughs> You know what? funny story about that when i uploaded to my uh distro 
for some reason it put i guess when i exported the file it made them all three minutes and seven seconds so it's something weird with exporting interesting luckily, luckily my distro like caught it and they were like hey something ain't right you might want to check and make sure this is right before we put it out but yeah every track was three minutes and seven seconds so it did some weird shit when i exported each track from the DAW. And I had to re-upload it, so I'm gonna resend you those tracks because it did make everything the exact same time. So I'll resend those to you, so you'll have full versions. But anyway, yeah. What's funny is when I was listening to all of on the Patreon episodes recently, listen to Smoke Oklahoma and then call what you want to. They kept cutting short like that, but even though it was there, and so I just thought like, oh, for some reason it's doing that weird shit where I gotta go pull the file back, and then it wasn't, and I was like, oh, all right. So we might just leave it cutting off there so we can keep that story in, you know? Um, but in the future ones, of course, send us the full things uh, and we'll, we'll replace those. Um, and all right, Skinny, I had a question for you if you're Ooh, awake I, over there. Um, I just ran on Skinny question. <clears throat> Do you get annoyed when people refer to PTSD for things that aren't PTSD? Well, I don't know, because PTSD is everybody's own little trauma. It doesn't have to relate. No, to- yeah, I get that. But there's like PTSD is a real thing. Yes. <laughs> like you have real PTSD. But then someone mm. will be like, I was late one time to get my Starbucks or to get like the breakfast, okay, whatever. I and I can- the PTSD from that, I better be early. This, you know, like they'll use it in like some trivial oh, way. Okay. Yeah. That means that. Man, I say they, I just, they really this. just mean they have a bad experience or yeah. a memory with something, but they'll be you like, "My PTSD about sure. math homework," and you're like, "Well, listen, that's not PTSD." Yeah, right? that's, I got you. Yeah, that's uh, that does like, but I just mean like people have PTSD, like, had some real traumatic shit happen in their lives. Like, right, that totally makes sense. Like, I say, yeah, that's PTSD. I talk to people like that. So yeah, that's PTSD. Like, there's something traumatic happens in your life. Yeah, yeah. And Soko, I know you've mentioned before you've had an incident where I'm sure you had some PTSD from it as well. So I just, I don't know. It, it comes up a lot with like OCD people that mm-hmm. really have OCD get mad that people that are just want to be <laughs> clean or being like I'm OCD and they're like, no, you're not. If you were really OCD, you would be up all night tapping light switch or, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So I just think if you really had some, I, w- I could see where you get annoyed at people. Yeah. Just using it as whatever. If I'm mm-hmm. like that or using it like that way. <laughs> yeah. I'll try to quick. I get annoyed with people being dramatic in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like anytime somebody's extra or just over dramatic about anything like that shit annoys me. Like it, it annoys me when my wife does it. So like it definitely annoys me when strangers do it. Like, yeah. If situation doesn't call for acting that serious, like don't act that serious. Like calm down. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's never just need to over exaggerate shit. Like right. yeah, let's let's just. So our word of advice is make sure to always tell your wife to just calm down, and it'll work out better. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Try that one. It, it always it always works out well. Have your gloves ready. Tip of the week. Um, yeah, just the tip. So yeah. Always just a tip. <laughs> just if you know what I mean. Um, hey, you got to start somewhere. Couldn't be yeah. more if you trying, you know. I get a head it's start. only so deep. Um, oh, something we talked about earlier, Soko. You may have an opinion, maybe not, but I know you have kids. Uh, one that just graduated around that age. Have you heard this phrase, it's giving? Brad also used the term, it's serving. He's heard that one more. But everyone uses, like, it's giving... And they used to office, it's giving like positive energy or it's giving negative vibes or whatever. But now it'll be like, it's giving rock and roll. And they really mean it's like 
something about what they're seeing is like reminds them of rock and roll, I guess, but it's just like their new, like shitty way of talking. So do they, do they just leave the word vibes off the end of whatever yeah. they're talking about? Right. Like, exactly. have they just shorten that up? Yeah, because it might not be. Like, I, I've heard like, aesthetic, like they'll be like, emotion. oh yeah, that guy's giving pedo vibes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they've kind of shortened that to now they would say like, that guy's giving pedo, but maybe they would even say like, if someone like, maybe they say that guy's giving Jared Vogel. And it would just go gotcha. there, right? Like, okay. it's like, then something about the sentence. And you got to know the context <laughs> to understand. Right. And I'm not necessarily, I guess, I earlier I was at like, I was super against it. And I am because it's annoying because it's like, say the more words. But I just, it's just, a, I don't know. I, it's just an odd thing taking over. Brad's heard it, like I said, we said earlier, it's serving, um, which it's I guess is a whole other served. sort of type of thing. But I think that means like you're, you're looking good. You're wearing the right clothes or whatever. I have not heard that one, but yeah, I've heard that it's given, but usually it's got the full context, but yeah, I can see people just shorting shit for no reason. It's, it's definitely annoying, but yeah, people like to do that. These fucks. Um, all right. Another random thing I got on my list. I just want to explain this one fact to everyone. So people know, I didn't always know this information either. Um, but Charles Barkley a couple of days ago called France a third world country. And then he goes, and someone told me he wasn't from it, like somewhere like Germany. And then like, again, not a third world country. <laughs> and so I just want to explain to everyone what a first world, second world and third world country is. So it all comes from the cold war era. So if you were a capitalist country, wait, 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 America, real quick, Mo, real quick. I want to do a, I want to do a freestyle jingle before you do this. Okay. Go for it. This is education with Mo. No. All right, let's do it. Ding. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's so if you were a first world country, that meant you were a capitalist country. You're part of the Western world, right? You were so like, that was America, England, France, you know, any of them are capitalists and shit. And then if you were a second world country, you were a c- communist. So that was Russia. Um, I think they're probably the biggest one. China, you know, is a communist country. So we call them second world. Co- and that was just propaganda language. To make it seem like capitalists were better than communisms, you know, I know I kind of think they are, but I'm just being fair there. That's why they coined them that way. And in third world countries were like shithole countries that didn't have a banking system yet. Right now, a lot of them have banking systems because we went and invaded and made sure they've gone with the program. But back then it was basically the third world countries were the ones that were still up for grabs to whether if they were going to be first or second world allies. But they really didn't have, you know, the infrastructure or the military or whatever. You know, so that's like your African countries. I'm sure South Africa's probably, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, they have money and stuff now, but they still might consider them a third world country, you know, like that just kind of, or a lot of those Asian countries would be third world countries, you know. Uh, so that's kind of the terminology. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's what it means. So when, uh, you know, just because it's another country doesn't mean it's a third world country. There's going to be some argument someday that we may be a third world country if everything falls apart, but. We'll probably still claim we're a first world country. I don't know. See how it goes. Yeah, first, second, third, last. I just want somebody in our music circle to get invited to Saudi Arabia to just do a set for a couple million dollars so we can all go over there, make some millions, and then come back home. You know, that, that's the dream right now. Like Iggy Azalea, have it cut short. <laughs> Fuck it. Happen. Look, man, I'm going. I'm wearing whatever they're paying for. Hell yeah! Million dollars of outfit change. Just yeah, put the money on. We're gonna get skinny over there. We'll do that part of the park from over there. You know, so Saudi Prince, somebody related to the Saudi Prince. If you're listening, get in contact with us, man. For the right price, you can get the podcast. 
and everybody who does music related to the podcast over there. Just holler at us. First become a co-producer and then you just uh, will go from there. You know? Mm. I'll put, I'll list you first before my mom. I'll be like, Saudi Prince Raphael or whatever his name is, you know, and we'll shout him out first. No shame in my game. All right, let's see if we got anything else on this list. Mm-hmm. Not really. I don't have much. I don't have much. I say let's go ahead and play the last song here, and then we'll oh, come back and wrap it up. Song? You know. Good. Uh, the last song is going to be from myself Ooh. and CJ Jones. Hey, 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 hey. The elusive one, the elusive man himself, the one with the nipples, as me and Soko call it. Ah. Um, yeah, the nipple man. Now, this song, originally, I was going to put on my next solo album, but we were come, we were doing, you know, the ABCs project. Mm-hmm. And um, making work. CJ was really vibing. He was doing a lot of shit done one week. And I said, well, hey, I got this one just sitting here that I think you would do really well on. So let me just send it over. If you like it, we'll just add it into the project. And that's kind of what happened. So uh, the name of the song is September. I had this stupid fucking hook written for years maybe like two years maybe and uh i thought it sucked i didn't think it was good at all to be honest and it still isn't probably but i just did it to this beat because it kind of worked and then uh we just built off it from there you know that's how some of these things get made um and then you know cj did the second verse and kills it and we're putting it on the album putting out as a single so this would have came out the Mm -hmm. last friday so i'm sure y'all all heard this a bunch because you're all big huge fans um but here it is yeah. for the first time on the podcast. September, A the Mo, CJ Jones, check it out. But the image won't render Dumb say we born guilty And that we all sinners Fuck it, somebody kill me So I respond a beginner The hottest days in September But I never remember Trying to make out a picture But the image won't render Some say we born guilty Fuck it, like we all sinners Somebody just kill me So I respond a beginner I've been skipping my breakfast and then I'm starving for dinner Always getting the message but like I hardly remember Had to learn to be callous cause inside I know that I'm tender Start losing my balance, I gotta stop, start finding my center I don't know why but feel like I'm just so destined to fail On the bright side, I mean that my goals pretty well I need to change my mindset, I need to join thinner Lay my face between some fine breasts I guess, I confess, I'm confused Don't remember what to do, nothing new How to forget what you knew, how to stop what you do Why when it's all revealed to you too Why does everything they say is false feel so true? The hottest days in September, but I never remember Trying to make out a picture, but the image won't render Dumb say we born guilty and that we all sinners Fuck it, somebody kill me So I respond a beginner The hottest days in September But I never remember Trying to make out a picture But the image won't render Some say we born guilty Fuck it, like we all sinners Somebody just kill me So I respond a beginner yeah, The hardest days Are the ones that I can't seem to remember Put a block on my childhood But I'm losing my temper Just reminiscing Living in poverty Constantly rocking them hand-me-downs And it always bothered me, I guess 
Got a lot to prove, got a lot to gain too Got a lot of pain, it's buried deep But I remain cool I'm a new me, just doing new things to suit me Get rid of vices cause I know they don't bring out the true me Homie, oh my Dry myself up so much of the fire water Thinking that I'm needing baptized That's why I said bye Cause behind every glass of alcohol Just lays another set of sad eyes The hottest days in September But I never remember Trying to make out a picture But the image won't render Some say we born guilty and that we all sinners Fuck it, somebody kill me So I respond a beginner The hottest days in September But I never remember Trying to make out a picture But the image won't render Some say we born guilty Fuck it, like we all sinners Somebody just kill me So I respond a beginner Uh, September Yeah, 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 yeah Are oh, you tripping by that hook, man That hook is dope as fuck mm. Like I like that shit. That's how that hook. It is cool. I do like it a lot, but it, in some ways, it's dumb. An example: this year, there's no way the hottest days in September because we set fucking records in August, and it's gonna make my whole hook sound stupid. But two years ago, when I wrote it, it was a hot ass September, <laughs> so I was like, "Ooh, this is good." And it like, hey, look, it, you gotta get chance. It's the end of August, and we still hitting a hundred. You got a good chance of it being true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, in my my weird poetic way, because sometimes I do feel like I'm trying to say something poetic in my writing. Um, I don't know if it always comes across or if I even achieve it or anything like that, but it's this idea that it's the hottest in September in a way because you don't expect it to be hot in September, right? Like you always assume in your brain September is fall, it's cool, but it never is. It's always hot as fuck, mm-hmm. you know? So it's something about your expectations versus what it is makes it feel like the hottest days. But of course, I'm not really saying all that, but in my mind, that's what I was thinking when I wrote But it could. Yeah, it could definitely be interpreted that way. And it wouldn't sound, it wouldn't sound made up. It'd be like, oh, you know what? I didn't see it that way. But you're right. It does. It is a commentary on global warming, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> well, and also there's times I feel like such a fucking uh, poser idiot kind mm-hmm. person because all that shit I just said is the exact type of stuff I would have said. I was an art minor in college. So in these art classes, you would do your project and you'd have to go up to class and just bullshit like what I just did. And I didn't bullshit that. I do think that. But you would just like be like, oh, Fritz, I made this one thing where I made the my head a cog. And I was like, I replaced my head with a cog of a machine mm. because of the way my logical brain ball. You know, you use your bullshit and stuff. But I didn't really think any of this, you know, because that was like was half of the grade was how well you could bullshit your art project. So I think a lot of people just do that in general. You know, they're always self-defending all their shit. Mm-hmm. The fucking world. And sometimes you don't even see, sometimes you can't even see like the double meaning until you go back and listen to music that you make. And then you're like, oh shit, I could also meant that by that. Like sometimes right. I think your brain's working ahead of like what you can even fathom. And then like it just comes out and you got to listen back to realize, oh shit, I could have meant this or that. Like I've done that a few times with verses where I'm like, oh, that shit could be flipped. So I'm Master totally different, that. but that ain't what I intended. I only meant it this way. Master <laughs> of that is it, your boy H2. And we'll hear him again at the end of this to play us out, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, he goes back to his old shit and he's like, here's what I actually meant years later. So, you know, I don't, I need to, I guess, go. All I was saying in my old music, as y'all have heard, if y'all listen to the Patreon episodes, if you're a real fan, um, I was just trying to say, I'm awesome. You suck. I would like vaginas and marijuana, please. It's always been my 
basically my message mm-hmm. or that was my message. And I think I'm trying to get out of the I'm good and you suck message, but it mm. still creeps in here and there. Um, it creeps. So I need to find whatever my new musical um, thought process. I mean, maybe I'll just say I'm being depressed and whatever, but I feel like eventually I got to grow to something. And if not, not, but you know, it's all a journey. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with shit talking. That's true. I do like to talk some shit when I can. That's why I'm trying to do music. So I want to do a project with Sir Nasty and you. I feel like I could be all shit talking. Because that's one thing that really <coughs> stuck out listening to my old uh, mixtapes is <laughs> old me and Sir Nasty, I think, would have got along. I was just saying wild shit sometimes. I think it could have vibed well. So we will uh, see if I can tap in <laughs> to these vibes once again in the future. For sure. Um, let's see. You got anything else before you get out of here? So I'm sure you're fucking just burning up um, in your area. Um, I mean, it's warm here, but we got like some air warm conditioning. Day. One more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Warmer the day after that? Nah, it's, you know, it's cool, man. It's cool. Like, for some reason, when I turn all the fans and shit off, sometimes it makes it cooler. But then I look at the temperature. Like, I got a little air conditioning unit out here. And when I turn it off, it tells me how hot it is. So it says it's just as hot as it was when the fans were on, but something about still air sometimes is better than blowing air. So it, it actually ain't enough. too, too bad yeah. out here. It, so yeah, I'm it kind of depends. As long as you don't move, also that can go a long way. Um, it my, does. Yeah. My job recently, Being one of the offices, air conditioner basically can't keep up with the heat. So they went and put one of those kinds you would put in an air conditioner and put the little hose out the window. But... They didn't do that. Instead, they put the hose into my area where it blows hot air in. And then they're like, your air conditioner can handle it. Now it does because my office is huge. Or like the area is huge. But I'm like, I swear to God, if my air conditioner goes out because of this shit, I'm going to be so pissed. You know, they overworked this one. But I think we only have like a week or two left of this from what I understand. But who knows? Hopefully by the time this comes out, the heat wave is done. And we've all survived. But I've also been trying to convince my wife we have no money, but we need to get money and then we need to build an underground house. I think that's the future. We can't be doing this above ground living with this heat. That's my message. I would I wouldn't mind if I had the money to do it. Like I could see building like a house under my house. I don't want to start from underground, but I wouldn't mind taking and like if they could somehow start construction, like say in my living room and then just start building a house under the living room. That I could get to somehow, like that should be dope. Like I still want my above ground house, but build me like a whole nother, you know, three rooms and a bathroom underground that like looks like a house. Like I'm sure that shit would not work, but in my mind, that would be like the ideal thing. Like it would probably ruin the structure and make my house sink. But uh, in my mind, like that would be dope as fuck to have a another home under my home. Right. I always, my dream, because I lived in the middle of fucking nowhere when I was a kid, and you go out to the lake, and there'd just be all these flat-ass fields of nothingness, right? And I always thought it'd be cool if you just saw a shed in the middle of one of those. But then when you open the door to that shed, it was just a staircase that went down into your house. You know, it's like, it looks like it's just a shed out here on this land, but it's actually like a whole house is underground. And a lot of people would be like, but what about windows? I don't need windows. Be real honest. Fuck windows. So... I think it'll protect us. From yeah, I use fucking Mac. Like, what do I need windows for? Exactly. That just means I don't need blackout yeah. curtains. Apple. No more blackout curtains. No. That's right. I'm <laughs> tired of that shit. I mean, they're good. They're great, but they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so are. I'm sure you would have to have some exhaust pops of some sort. You know, I'm basically talking about living in a fallout shelter. Um, <laughs> but 
maybe that's the goal. Maybe that's Ooh, the future. Go there immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I want to live in one of those missile silos. That the ah. I saw where a guy bought one from the government that was no longer being used, and he's like trying to make his house in it. It's massive. It's a ma- mm. I mean, it fucking had a big ass missile in it. You know, yeah, they like, gotta have all the regulations for it. They gotta meet all these codes and shit. So much. I was like, do it then. Yeah, these motherfuckers are crazy. So, all right, Soko, I appreciate you uh, calling in here on our last yes, episode sir. before the studio shut down, and Brad as well. And uh, hopefully, we'll be back uh, next week. And uh, well, it'll be all cool, and y'all, y'all won't know anything different. But if there's <laughs> yeah. a random ass highlight episode, or I don't know, maybe me and Skinny can get together and just do knock one out if we had to. There might be a weird episode, but maybe not. It should be back to normal with snappy and everything. But we'll just fucking see. That's what I'm know. trying to say. You never know with this shit. I don't know. I feel like my whole house is gonna fall apart when they're starting to do this shit. So, but I also like to think of worst case scenarios, so I don't get undercut right with like bad news. I'm like expected it, so that's the strategy I live. I win (laughs) exactly, exactly. I'm I'm a winner. Damn it, I'm the winner. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. I believe is the phrase. Boy Scout shit. Yes, man scouts. Um, man scouts. All right, peace, man. Follow man. All right, and then we are going to. Play us off here, like I mentioned before earlier, with the song we played first, which was with It's Your Boy H2, song called Oslo. I think we listened to two verses earlier into the third a little bit. Yeah. I think this has five or six verses total, something like that. Damn. So if you want to hear the it whole thing in its entirety, check it out. Like I said, it's one of my favorite beats I've made from sampling. I love sampling weird shit mm-hmm. uh, on vinyls and doing this. So shout out H2 for doing this. Um, and uh, y'all check out his projects on the streaming science as well um you know he's a patron co-producer of this podcast so we always appreciate that um especially when he's out there fighting the world um trying to protect Mm. us from the numbers no i'm just i have to give him shit about numbers because it's fun but hopefully he doesn't get too offended if so let me know i'll quit (laughs) but um all right peace skinny peace yo it's your voice too man Look, I didn't even want to do this, but I guess some shit just gotta be that way. I perfected the slow flow, sped up by Volos. Told me fuck your toes, my eyes low and eyes low. There's eyes hope, hold on my sleeve. Don't even wear it right. Prison in paradise, yeah, prison in paradise. I perfected the slow flow, sped up by Volos. Told me fuck your toes, my eyes low and eyes low. There's eyes hope, hold on my sleeve. Don't even wear it right. Prison in paradise. Yeah, prison in paradise. Who really wanna crunch them numbers? Knowing how I calculate, put you in a slumber. Heaven sleep so roaring. Passing me to bring more in. Turn this shit up the morning. Cause everybody been so drunk with power. But wait till your boy come spread that flower and protect us all from nuclear showers. Cause apparently it's just about me and him getting sour. To make a beef so big the whole crowd can't devour. Knowing I'm the true Austin Powers. Even though my stepbro Randy don't think so. But I guess he was made to play Evo's advocate. Horny, never cheering for me, we'll take this as a warning I don't give a fuck who settles down, this shit'll never get boring Bitch, I'm still soaring like Tabitha, Gravitas, how I am I'm like VJ on the replay, mixed with DJ Tanner as What we saying, I can't wait to grab this frying pan Show them what your brain looks like on drugs Your baby ain't surviving, fam Cause I'm still striving the bus and driving the bus To be the pilot, mile and I'm not Mixed with obnoxious, keeping it up Not giving a fuck, they all pacing up in Italy Cause they know I got no strength for me and I'm driving
swerving while like swerving. Yeah, bitch, I'm super bad. Michael Sarah Irvin. So fuck that fat fuck who thought they'd assassinate my burst. I'll put that eight assassinate if you haven't learned yet. Perfected the slow flow. Sped up by vote loads. Homie, fuck your toes. My eyes low and eyes low. There's eyes hope. Hold on my sleeve. Don't even wear it right. Prison in paradise. Yeah, prison in paradise. I perfected the slow flow. Sped up by vote loads. Homie, fuck your toes. My eyes low and eyes low. There's eyes hope. Hold on my sleeve. Don't even wear it right. Prison in paradise. Yeah, prison in paradise. Do you know what it's really like? To know that they've all been looking at you as a threat. So instead they just want to bite. When they could have easily just put you up on a hook and changed your whole fucking life. But I guess I'm not fresher. He was feeling that pressure. Like I give a fuck what you got in your dresser. Or how many times you blew out and just to get him to play with you. Yeah, you act big and bad. But knowing them shooters would aim at you. If you didn't do something to rectify. So why not erect a guy? You heard it from the director now. Cause I never lie. I just picked through your lies. Like I got tongs. And my tongue's too strong. What I spit at these bitches, I hate you more lit than the bomb Why you think you came out looking like the guy who did songs about them thongs? If he was a blonde, then you go back to black Fresh out of rehab, to me there's a knee slap No reason to whine in your house, Amy You can kiss my white ass when in fact you played dirty on the mic So Jack, what's it gonna be? You gonna admit to this shit or am I just gonna keep picking your verses apart bit by bit? Cause this ain't legit, you ain't slim You're a fat liar, and you asked me to sit before I spit a verse so fucking long And do it while spinning the room in this bitch Ain't two in this bitch, with a broom so thick the stick will rip you in two in this bitch I'm too fucking raw, bitch, fuck what you saw I am the law, your publicity something with a whole fucking sketch Now I know why it look like a draw Now fuck that, I ain't done What you gonna do next? Adopt a kid named Chelsea Buy a dog named Milo Go analyze how I take my selfies Get a hold of yourself, please Watching me perform with my beard Years before yours even in here And to think I cheered you on for your comeback Now I feel so fucking dumb, Jack Cause it's clear this guy knows that we're basically laying on thumbtacks Listening to all of my tracks Then you go and take it and make it your video Knowing mine was seven years ago And watch him go Oh, that's just coincidence Nah, shut the fuck up Cause corner my shit is not something I'm about to take lightly Cause bitch don't like me And I'm putting the con in controversy Bruce been playing volleyball So now you know it's time to spike Lee And strike deep Cause I ain't with that acrobatic shit I act rapid with a bat and shit And now I know you're not the real rabbit Just a bit bar, a little acting bitch I'm a bad habit You just can't pitch I've been hanging by a thread for years Still nowhere near the last it. So I wanna effort and live my life But it's just too fucking tragic here I perfected the slow flow Sped up by boatloads Homie fuck your toes My eyes low and eyes low There's eyes hope Hold on my sleeve Don't even wear it right Prison in paradise, yeah, prison in paradise. I perfected the slow flow, sped up by boatloads. Homie, fuck your toes, my eyes low and eyes low. This eyes hope, hold on my sleeve. Don't even wear it right. Prison in paradise, yeah, prison in paradise. Better buckle up this time, gonna be a bumpy ride. Partner, having their eyes larger than some flying saucers like that bitch didn't do the dishes. What the fuck is your problem? Cause I done filled this fucking sink until it looks like Gotham. Crime is overflowing and still there's no opponent here to wish about I'm the pain of your existence and I still dish it out Hardly on a paper route, but remember bicycle Bitch had a foot all on my nuts like why the fuck is my pickle Not even twitching a little cause I'm just too little And I mean that in 80, so much rage inside of this skittle They call me that on the bus, harder version of M And all that fruity shit, 
Nah, we don't discuss Unless it has to do with our duds Or dad's leaving us So what's being that fucked up It's just kind of a plus And turned us into a miraculous Rapping platypus And I've held this bubble so fucking long It's time to just bust This head just popped up And I gotta adjust To making a fuss Fuck it, I'm up Still fucking up Even gravity's fucked When it's time to go down You leave the bloodiest slut Slid in a hut Sit in the mud Keep drilling your butt Till all erupts You fucking corrupt the game Going at these guys Cause you feel like you're number one Too bad you become number two in my eyes You won't say my name Cause then the floodgates open up And everybody finds out why Calling me an that And I had your bitch ass carried off by flies Here's a hint about my Elton dig Ever watch UHF look in the closet Supplies It's okay to let your blood boil I don't mind getting compared to Mercury Cause I know Freddy was really royal Same time we was digging the soil To tell little Debbie sorry Now you know why she wanted all that cake Games as old as Atari And motherfucker I would've been your symphony You're a mortal genius But instead you'd rather be a fucking prick And fill a penis